conducting the orchestra. Hey now. Yes. And hey now. A lot of people don't know this, but Rob Zombie's birthday is tomorrow. Hey now. Happy New Year and happy birthday. That's right. Let's let's listen to the man sing. Energy for a man turning 84. Isn't that something? Did he officially change his name to Zombie? Yes. He is a zombie. His wife is a zombie as well. She is a Sherry Moon zombie. Well, I'm just thinking about when New York Times write that obituary. They're going to be saying, Mr. Zombie. Yep, <laughs> Mr. Zombie. That's right. Fascinating man. True artist. Well, um, yeah, let me um, let me just tell you that yesterday, in all the fun and, and all the busyness of this show, I didn't get to the fan mail, so I'm going to read you what some of the fans have written, because it was quite interesting. A lot of people had different things to say about yesterday's show. They liked Ronnie versus Mike Perlman. We were talking <laughs> about the evolution of Ronnie. I was pontificating, yeah. reminiscing about my many car rides with Ronnie, the limo driver, and uh, how much I missed his evaluation of women, their ass, their titties, uh, what he imagined they would fuck like. As All, he's walking, yeah, you're driving down the street, these women are walking, and Ronnie's yes. pontificating. Yeah, it's called multitasking, <laughs> And he would uh, sit, I would be sitting there. And he would say, yeah, look at this one. Man, the titties are out. Springtime, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> and I do miss that. Uh, the fans enjoyed hearing Mike Perlman come on the show to antagonize Ronnie. Uh, Mike felt that Ronnie had a history of being abrasive and standoffish towards the other security personnel at Sirius. And I know, I know what Mike was talking about. Well, he said he thought he was better than those guys. Yeah. The Perlman slash Ronnie dynamic works. Howard, it was great on Monday's show. Howard, it doesn't happen often, but whenever Perelman comes on and fucks with Ronnie, it brings me joy. The great <laughs> bagel caper was excellent, and today was damn good, too. Perelman is Ronnie's apples in the office. No matter what he says, he gets Ronnie going. Well, there's an authenticity to what Mike says. Uh, you know, he was a firsthand observant of Ronnie's behavior, and uh, he studied Ronnie for many, many years. Uh, even though he worked on a different floor, he would come down to observe Ronnie. Well, like you know. mo many scientists, you know, he tried to yes. sort of blend in and not <laughs> let Ronnie know Ronnie was being studied. <laughs> he would see Ronnie in the wild and his natural <laughs> habitat. That's right. And he didn't disturb it. He just like, let it happen. This listener reminds me, there was a time, I, I forget what the hell, I, now I forget what the whole thing was, but I remember... Ronnie's bagel was missing. Yes. And Ronnie accused Mike Perlman of stealing his bagel and hiding it. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Do you remember it that way? Something like that, yeah. Right. I don't remember. Ex uh, Ronnie had a bagel uh, routine. And right. Somehow his bagel disappeared one day. And so I remember. unwrapped my fucking bagel. <laughs> I remember oh, I. Unwrapped. <laughs> I, 
I don't even know why that was a thing, but to this day, I, I've asked Mike off the air a couple of times. I go, uh, Mike, between you and me, did you fuck with Ronnie's bagel? And he said, no. I, I would like to ask him again, because now years later. Did, well, Ronnie did, was still referring to it yesterday in their argument. Like, yes. Uh, go get a bagel or something, you know, he said. To well, him don't fuck with point. my food. Did, and I don't even know what what the whole situation. I forget the situation, honestly. You know, we've done so many shows. But, Mike, for, for the love of God, now that it's been so many years, tell the truth. Did you fuck with Ronnie's bagel? Or was it really Ronnie out of his mind? I, I really want to know. That's uh, I, I got to settle this once and for all before we move on with the show. Here he is now, Mike Perlman, to tell us if many years ago he actually fucked with Ronnie's bagel. The truth and nothing but the truth. So help him God. You're sworn in, Mike. I'll swear him in. <laughs> Mike, raise your right hand and say... Howard, repeat after Howard. me. Howard. Howard. Uh, I swear to God to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I swear to God to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. All right. <laughs> you were accused of many years ago. So now years have passed. You know, there's no more skin in the game. Right. Did you? Were you the guy who fucked with Ronnie's bagel, supposedly? Absolutely not. Right. No. I, I thought you were being sincere. And what was it again? I forget the story. Just give it to me briefly. What were you? Why were you accused of touching Ronnie's bagel? What happened? I don't know. Because he, he's paranoid. He thought I was messing with his bagel. You got to understand. Bullshit. That, that is probably the number one thing. We work. That's probably the, the worst offense you could do is messing with someone's food. I mean, it's just, you know. It's I wrong. I don't want to do that to him. You know. It, 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 so, it, so, so what was it? it? It was that Ronnie's bagel was unwrapped. And... He what was happened disturbed. was, we, yeah. Go ahead. We, yeah, we had a segment going on, and it was Bagel Wednesday, and he has this pr process where he takes a bagel, and he goes into his, um, he goes into the green room where he has, a, he had a little desk in that in one of our green rooms, and he would take the bagel. I don't know why he did this for, but he cream cheese his bagel up, and then he'd take a bunch of um, paper towels and wrap up the paper towels. Yeah. Um, this particular day, he happened to walk away for a couple of minutes, and he came back, and uh, um, there was nothing but a napkin on top of, of his bagel. And what I think happened was, I think he just kind of had some kind of, he put the napkin on, and that's all he did. He didn't do right. the whole process of wrapping it up. Um, but he, he tends to think that I uh, messed with his bagel, and you know I don't know what he think I would do to his bagel, but. Now, you know what? You're absolutely right. And here's what it is. And by the way, Mike Perlman is a Ronnie historian, so he's not bullshitting. You can see he knows a million stories. Right. There are times like whenever I have to take medication, I write it down. And I'll tell you why. There are times I go, did I take it or not? So Ronnie had the routine. This is what I think happened of always putting a uh, the wrapping his bagel in these various towels, you know, the paper towels. And this time he was in a rush, wasn't thinking. He put a napkin over his bagel and then ran out of the room. And he came back Bullshit. and he goes, wait, I know I put the paper towels um, around my bagel. And he didn't. He forgot it. Bullshit. And, and what? go ahead. Respond, <laughs> Ronnie. I call bullshit. I'm sorry. Bullshit. Do you think I, he's lying? You really, he had, just swore to God. that, that I don't yeah. give a fuck what he said because, it, first of all, I couldn't even look straight. In, he, he could never look me straight in the eye and tell me that he didn't do it. 
Mike, okay. stare straight in his eye and tell okay. him the truth. Take, take I, those Mike, off. Dude, Mike, you have full, <laughs> Mike, you have full immunity. I'm telling I you now. Let's you solve do. this. He couldn't look in even right now do. when he said it, and I wasn't even on the air. He fucking couldn't look straight into the camera, straight with Cut. his eyes to look in the camera and say, I didn't do it. He's Cut. full of shit. I'm looking in your, I'll look in your eyes right now, and I did look no, at you. No, you're not. No, you're not doing yeah, I'm looking at you. away from the camera. I you're did not down. I, you're fucking full of shit. That's the first I'm time. Laughing, some, I, that's the first sign is somebody lying. To you. Oh. Robin's I did not touch you. Lying. That's is right. It, that's right, Robin. I am. Don't right. worry about it. <laughs> Mike, I believe you. I think I Ronnie had a slip. I think he forgot yeah. that the paper towel is bagel. Bullshit, dude. He was the only one in the fucking room. So what do you think I did? What do you think? The, the, what do you think happened? Like you walked away, and I said, "Oh, yeah, let's bagel. fuck with him," because you know how it. What would I do to you, bagel? You knew how pissed off I would get. If I would touch my that fucking far, food. Though, yeah, that's, yeah, that's look pushing. at him. Look at him. Look at the smirk on him. Because I'm smiling face. at how ridiculous yeah. he sounds. Yeah. Okay. I sound ridiculous. I mean, to, to fuck with your bagel, man. That, I mean, that's a big offense. I yeah. mean, you know, <laughs> look at that. That's a big offense. <laughs> no, I know what I know what Mike's saying. You don't, you know, you can fuck around all you want, but you don't handle the guy's food. In other words, that would have required Mike to right. unwrap your bagel, and that's to, what he to, did. And and then think about it. What a weird prank to just put a napkin over it. Like like, why not yeah. just take a bite out of it or move it no, somewhere listen, and hide it? Listen. Listen you know what I mean? Me. Listen to me, okay? Here's how it went, goes down with me there, okay? Okay, okay. Every bagel Wednesday, I would get my bagel, and I wouldn't put cream cheese on it, so he's full of <laughs> shit. Never ate cream cheese on it, ever. <laughs> it was always a little butter, and it was a special butter. It wasn't the fucking butter that was out on the counter, okay? Where did you get special butter? Special butter. There was, there was always this... Uh, for some reason, in the refriger little refrigerator in the green room where I had my little area, there was uh, I it was called Irish butter. Oh, yeah, I know that. Kind of, and it was really good. It was very, like, sweet. I loved it. And I would put some on, wrap it up, because I wouldn't eat it right away. <laughs> I'd wrap it up. Yeah, it's fascinating. fascinating because you would fucking come down and sneak around and study this motherfucker. <laughs> would come down and study my fucking routine. And and then one day when he, he was the only but Ronnie, one. Ronnie, is it possible? But, Ron, is it possible No, no that you forgot possible. to wrap it up in towels no, because you no, maybe were in a no. rush to were do you something? In, nope. yeah, you know what could have happened, too? Yeah, what, what else could have happened? happened? Yeah, what could happen? Maybe like, you wrapped me. it up. I think you wrapped it up maybe at one point, and I think maybe then you unwrapped it when before you walked away. Maybe you're about to take a bite, and then you walked away. I think you remember. I remember you telling me you wanted. Yeah, not telling me, but you told Howard that you were going to get a drink, and the, and you were away for three minutes. Bullshit. And you walked away. Maybe you wrapped it up, came back Bullshit, to it a little dude. bit later, dude. went to go take a bite. Said, you know what? Let me get no. a drink first. Walked back, no. and then you came back, and you thought no. you had a no, you left no. a napkin on top. No, and no. All right. Well, listen. I mean, listen. We we could sit here and 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 divulge in the conspiracies. I didn't touch your bagel. <laughs> Such a fucking lunatic! <laughs> I swear to God. But 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 Ronnie, what a lame prank. I mean, I don't. Mike, it could be a little more inventive. I don't think like unwrapping your bagel would oh, have been a big. Dude, he was laughing the whole fucking time. That's how I. I, I could laugh at him no matter what. He's like yeah, that type okay. of guy, Howard, where you look at him, you just start laughing. Like you know, like yeah, a, yeah, a Rodney yeah, Dangerfield. Yeah, right. You look at him, you just got yeah. that funny look. What do you think? Your JD now sits and laughs and everything. I, I laugh. I, he's funny, man. He's just funny to look at him. You know? Funny how? Like uh, funny, haha, or like uh, 
Uh, like he, you know, between, you know, you come, like I said yesterday, he come in, he's him in that compound. He's got the pink shirt on with the matching, uh, under, you know, with the matching t-shirt t- underneath. <laughs> he got his suit on. He's all angry. He's pissed off. He's cursing right. at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like he's got his own show going on in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. He's got his own show in the hallway. That's true. That's Ronnie. The whole thing character. going on. But, Yep. But, you know, like, so, Ron, when you left that day with the, the bagel day, when you left the room, Mike was sitting in the room? He was standing in the room when I when uh, I left the room. Mm. Alone. Nobody else. Okay? Wow. Nobody. I don't know. We were in and out of that room. Yeah, you know, we had a segment going on that day. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, we had a big segment going on. That's right. We did. And you were a part of it. And I had no time to fucking eat a bagel at the time. And, Howard, that's what you were saying to him. You were saying, maybe, Ronnie, you were stressed out that day because you had yeah. a segment. Right. You, you know, I do stuff maybe, like that. Like I have rituals. Like I, I would do the same thing Ronnie does. I would cover my bagel because you, you assholes are all around or whatever. I just want to keep it, you know, fresh. And then, uh, you know, but maybe you're in a rush and you forget. And then you come back and you look at it and you go, wait a second. I know I wrapped that bagel. Somebody fucked with it. That's what I think happened to Ronnie, honestly. I don't think Mike did it, but, uh, oh, I just, think just, it. well, let's, let's talk well, to evil I mean, Mike. Ronnie, let, you have no proof. You got to let it go. Well, oh, I let wait it a go. second. This, one, this fucking lunatic brought it up, not me. <laughs> it, on our phone is evil Mike Perlman, who wants to confess to fucking with oh. Ronnie's bagel. This is an exclusive. Right. Hi, evil Mike. Howard, Howard, I I got to be truthful here. We fuck with his bagel, man. We you did. did. You know yeah. that, Mike. Yeah, we rubbed our cock, our balls on the bagel. We put our taint on his special butter. You know, we're lying now. We're full You're of lying. shit. We're right. lying. I spit a little bit, you know. Oh, I that's wrong. Hack cheese with the cream cheese. It's, right. It was a bad joke, okay? It was pretty All right. bad. All right. That's what it would off. sound like if Mike did. If, yeah, he was he evil. Yeah. Yeah, he was this, evil. This dude, this dude would come down and, and fucking watch my shit all the time, okay? And then... One day he is that said, true? Okay, I'm gonna fuck with him. Yeah, well, you you said how he used to come down and observe everything, which Howard, he did. We would when we would have. I mean, I was always in and out of the compound, but we, we, when we had segments, part of my job was just to kind of stay in the hallway and, and make sure you know if we had guests, just to kind of play traffic cop. Essentially, I was doing Ronnie's job because he couldn't do his job in the hallway, so oh, I was doing the yeah, bagel. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Essentially, they would say to me, listen, take care of everything yeah. in the hallway. Yeah, that was really Roddy's job, but I, yeah, I was the right. one doing it. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's no, you know, and, and we would come and, and as I said, like they, we'd bump, I'd bump into Ronnie. We'd start laughing and we, we whatever, you know, whatever the case was, whatever was going on at the time. But to go into that green room and to mess with that bagel, I mean, that's that's taking it to the next level. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, that's, no, there he I goes, smirking all about I, it. I'm going to tell you something, Ron. He was the Ron. only motherfucker in the room. He I was believe, the only one in the fucking room. I believe, okay. Mike, I think you had a brain Good. fart you, and you forgot to cover your bagel. You believe, Mike, you do whatever you want. That's okay. fine with me. I Have you no ever had a brain it. fart, Ronnie? Have you ever thought something of course. Everyone does. some way and then yeah, when you looked yeah. at it it wasn't that yeah. way i'm sure i have believe me okay but not in this right. case i'm sorry not in this and case. and you know chris no. wilding was saying to me that ronnie never knew what was going on when it came to yeah, food I, like he yeah. didn't know people would deliver food and you'd say ronnie where'd it come from i remember this <laughs> and ronnie didn't even know <laughs> right. like right. ronnie was never tracking from. the food right. that was no, the whole thing no. 
Right. Because Gary another would say, egg, Ronnie, where, egg where are these bagels from? And Ronnie goes, I don't know. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It happens, man. I mean, you know, you yeah, get a little bit old and you forget things. Yeah, I, it, it happens, happens to me yeah. now. I yeah. forget as I get older. I'm 34 years old and I forget stuff. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> you forgot say, that pal, you fucked with his good. bagel. <laughs> yeah. Nobody can fuck with my bagel now. It's okay. Oh, That's man. right. What do you eat for breakfast now, Ronnie, now that you're on your own? And, you know, in other words, do you still maintain a bagel with Irish butter a routine? Uh, no, not, not all the time. I don't eat bagels all the time, but... Uh, once in a while. How yeah. are the it's bagels for, for, out there? Are they better? Are they good? Are they less Don't good? tell me they're good. We, Don't we tell me they're good. Places, we found a couple of places that are, are not as good, but close. Right. Okay. I got to tell you, I go down to Florida. I live there sometimes. They, they don't have the bagels that New York has. <laughs> you know, when people say no, the bagels are good, they just don't have it. I don't know what yeah. the Or they the don't know what a good water. bagel is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I believe Mike Perlman. I think Mike would confess to fucking with your bagel. I really do. He's not a pussy. He would say, hey, I, yeah, yeah I, I thought it was funny. Nah, I probably made a mistake. It, he's keeping no, it going, I would, dude. I would. I would, I would tell you. It's At this fine. point, I, I mean, I would tell you back then. If, listen, I wouldn't lie to Howard, man. I, I can't lie to Howard. I, I would tell him the truth. He asked yeah. me two years, whenever that was, two, three years ago about it, and I, and I told him the truth. Right. Gotcha. I, hear I believe you, you. And I told the I truth hear. now. And I wouldn't yeah. lie to you. Did you ever leave the room, Mike? Was Mike in the room when you came in or when you left and when you came back? Yeah, he was there alone in that room. I don't think so. <laughs> and then I came back, <laughs> and that's when the shit hit the fan. I don't know. He sees that, but we, we, there's so much I going know on. It. We were in and out. We had guests in the other green room. Yeah, that's right. But you were the only one in and that would, green room. Howard, we'd watch the show from in there. You and, were the only one in that green room other than me. I don't think day. I was in there, Dorman. Oh, that yeah, time. you were. I oh, think yes, what you, you did, either you, 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 just, you didn't wrap it right. You didn't yeah, wrap it with the go. paper towels. Look towels. at the wall, as you say it. Go I'm ahead. looking at your face. No, you're looking, looking at, at your face. Me. Just turn your I head away. I can't even see your eyes because you get the look glasses on. You fucking asshole. You <laughs> take glasses off. Yeah. You don't you know, we just my eyes. We just uh, pulled the staff. 92% of people think Ronnie just misplaced the bagel, basically. Yeah, good for 92%. them. Good for, the, go for, good for them. That's, I'm very happy for them, what they think. Does well, anyone think? that believe. I know uh, what I know. You. Does it? Does anyone want to come forward and say, yes, they believe somehow that Mike Perlman fucked with Ronnie's bagel? I, I, I mean. Nobody's going to do that. You know that. Well, there's 8%. Oh, okay. that, Howard, you, you, fucking I'd be very curious because I, I saw the poll. Only saw the one poll. person. Only one it's person. probably believes. Benji. But Benji probably is on Ronnie's side on this. Because Benji's a weirdo. It, 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 if the that's one the person case, who, we don't have to pursue it. Right. <laughs> if it's Howard, Benji, the, the one person who... Who voted for uh, Ronnie is, a, is, is someone who doesn't want to come on the air. So All right. I understand why. I understand why. Why? Because, why? Okay. because you're weird. Why? You hold yeah, a grudge. I fucking understand why. It's just we're getting involved. Because, because whenever someone, but this person happens to agree with you, but whenever somebody with you gets agrees involved. Agrees with me, it's not good when they agree with me. No, that's, that's they the don't problem. want to come on. Some people yeah. don't want to be on air personalities mixed up in okay. your nonsense. You yeah. can't well, believe why that. Did you that true. Why did you take a fucking poll and ask that? I didn't ask the poll. The uh, the the staff did it. I didn't yeah, take okay. the poll. What um what did you end up doing with the bagel? Did you throw it out or threw it you... out? Right, threw it out. Oh, did that you must start have all over? Up. Did you get another? No, bagel? I, I no, know my Ronnie. Gone. I bet you. Yeah.
Ronnie didn't. Even if there were more bagels, he wouldn't. He'd yeah. be all sulking. Yeah. Oh, they were fucking gone. All the shit yeah. bagels were left. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking egg bagels. So that I don't eat. Egg bagel. Yeah. You don't eat that. No. I like that. Well, I don't like egg bagels. What do you like? I like the uh, what's my call it everything bagels. What is everything? And that's bagel? what it what's was. It? it was a beautiful, that has the every, it was a and beautiful the... fucking everything bagel, just the way I like. It. A little well done, a little nice and soft in the middle. And what's nice in an everything bagel? What's that? What's in an everything bagel? What is everything? I don't know. It's got the like the uh, salt on it, seeds, this sesame. It's every. Seed. It's, it's every on the top of the bagel. It's not inside. Yeah. yeah. You never Does eat it have bagel? Is it cheese? No. no. You know, like, no, it's, like it's like poppy seeds and sesame seeds. Yeah, it's like everything together. Said. That's what I just fucking said, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I just said. Yeah, whatever kind of bagels they make, they make onion bagels, they make sesame seed bagels, they right. make poppy seed. Everything is on the everything bagel. That's I right. guess on the everything bagel, uh, they have Mike Perlman's pubes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot that Mike had to put them on Fucking that one. Jizz. <laughs> jizz, I'm not, jizz. That's not my that's not my style of joke though. Like to put something on to like see somebody right. eat something gross. I mean that's like you know that's like I the, did, I never said you put anything on it. I know you fucked with it. You unwrapped it so I, my fucking mind would go crazy. No, that's why. No, that's what you did. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 nothing funny about that. It's like stupid. Yeah, because right. no, you went and you you went and talked to your little buddies out in the hall, the oh. little security friends, and you said, "I'm gonna," you know, they all knew what I did with my bagel, and you said, "Let's go fuck with his bagel," and that's what you did. I know oh, you did. You're paranoid, bro. That's out yeah. there. Yeah, that's out there. <laughs> I mean, that's a little much, he, dude. He used to stand. You talk about me. He would stand there in the hall with these fucking guys. And and fucking all you would see was the laughing going on with shit. You wouldn't know what they were talking about, <laughs> yeah. but they would be standing there fucking laughing, all, all right. of them. Is that true, Mike? He's got that. He's got that presence, Howard. Like you just, you know, like you look at him and he's just funny because he's so. I'm not angry. saying, dude. I wasn't saying. I see. There you go again. I didn't say you were talking about me. I just said you were out I mean, there but laughing, like, like just actually and like that's watching what you do. Ronnie. That's all you do is watching sit and laugh. Just watching Everything's Ronnie a joke to you. That's how I know you fucking did it. Just watching Ronnie, like, like what, like be a security guy or interact yeah. with people. It, it was entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. But like just seeing him stand there with like the, the walkie-talkie and like. You know. <laughs> 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 you know, he's standing there and everyone's yeah, walking okay. by and he's throwing his comments at him. You know, it's right. <laughs> It's entertaining. Such it bullshit. bullshit. It was <laughs> And I especially, I loved, the, I, Howard, you know what I loved? I loved old school, like before I even worked there, when he used to wear the turtlenecks. He had the yeah. turtleneck. He used to wear the mock turtlenecks that were really bright with his yeah. suit. And he had, you know, he had the bracelets on and the rings. <laughs> Never wore bracelets and rings, dude. Yeah, That's all you, did. you did. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Didn't you Dude, have to I don't wear jewelry uh, to this day. I don't back wear then. fucking jewelry. How you had a little bread. I wear a, I wear a fucking watch. That's it. How didn't you have to have a talk with him about wearing turtlenecks to the show? Like, didn't, no, didn't I, I didn't say anything. I had to talk to him about how he decorated the limo. It was embarrassing. Oh, right. I first, that was, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Everything was Playboy. Playboy mud flaps, Playboy napkins, Playboy glasses, Playboy fucking lock. The door locks had Playboy bunnies on them. I go, dude, what's with you on Playboy? Do you work for Playboy? And he goes, no, no, no. But, dude. you know, I think it's cool. And I go, dude, you drive the Today Show. You drive me. You're telling me Katie Couric gets in your car with Playboy napkins and Playboy. She, the woman must He goes, eh, I think it's cool. I'm not changing it. I'm not changing it. I, I go, was working for the Today Show then. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I wasn't working for the Today Show then. Well, you used to drive some people from the Today Show. Don't get me. Don't yeah, give me this bullshit. Not and you drove uh, gambling, not, like, rambling with gambling. Not when I had that fucking car. That's what I'm telling you. Well, all right. But you were driving other people beside yeah. me and you had the Playboy motif. Not then. Not then, no. You only drove Howard. You're telling us you only no, drove I would, Howard. No, I would just Playboy wasn't, I wasn't working for today, doing anything for the Today Show. Then I was he just had, general he, shit. He did. He picked up a Who, lot of what different. What was general people. shit? You know, general like shit. He fought in the Civil War. All that kind of shit. <laughs> of the South. <laughs> yeah, you drove a lot of celebrities and things. Yeah, you would tell I, me when I had that car. That's what I'm telling you. All Who right. did you drive but, besides Howard? He drove a lot of people. Yeah, I wrote, I but drove he's claiming now that nobody saw that car but you. He's, no, he's wrong. They, no, because he was saying I'm more, I was working for the Today uh, Show. It was like that was. type of thing. All right, not the Today Show at that point, but other, other, you know, he, he would drive Henry other Kissinger. Other prominent people, other celebrities were in that yeah. car. Didn't you drive Henry, Henry Kissinger once? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. imagine Henry you know, Kissinger, Playboy the secretary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hello, Mister. Oh, uh, uh, what, uh, what, uh, what are, the, are you working? What is with the Playboy bunnies all over the car? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what uh, you know? I'm, I'm on my way to meet with Zbigniew um, Brzezinski. Uh, maybe you remove some of these Playboy napkins <laughs> and get rid of the mud flaps. I classed Ronnie up. I was like, dude, you got a nice car here. Rip that shit off. I know the only other place those flaps, those mud flaps, uh, uh, appeared were on trucks. And there's Ronnie Dude. driving you around with the truck flaps. Ronnie, um, uh, you know, I worked for Ron, uh, Richard Nixon. I was the Secretary of State of the United States. I'm very excited by your mud flaps. Tell me about them. Uh, the, tell me about the Playboy organization. I don't know anything about it. Oh, I see. You just uh, are a fan. I'm just a yeah. fan. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck were you thinking, dude? <laughs> Playboy. You think he was doing that to impress you, Howard? Like to get like, oh, Howard. No, like, no. he had it before fuck. me. Yeah. When I got in that yeah, you're car. You're a stupid asshole, you see? You, you know what else what I remember, too? About. Remember when you had the, um, Howard, I think I was, it was at K-Rock, you got, had to get a new limo, and you came with that big, that big obnoxious, uh, the SS Mon, the big, you had like an Escalade limo that you, that you didn't like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to return it. <laughs> Ronnie, you seem to be, uh, you know, I, I, of course I'm Secretary of State, but... Uh, yeah, keep looking at your notes, Perlman. Go ahead. Uh, did I you see, see what you're doing over there. Did you see the pits on Miss Marge, Ronnie? I see you're a Playboy <laughs> aficionado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only I, thing he I know her. provide was a magazine. That's true. <laughs> no, I mean, he would drive prominent. Ronnie had a nice little business going. I mean... He was driving a lot of prominent people. Yeah. But the, the, the Playboy, I said, Ron, how are you doing this? What are you thinking? And he, he fought me on it a long time. Nobody what gave I a like. shit except you. Bullshit. Uh, I guess everybody could find their car if Ronnie drove them. I, oh, have yeah. a feeling you, I have a feeling he changed it up a little bit and he got it for you, Howard. 
I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Dude, you, you don't even no, you don't even know didn't. what you're talking no, about. No, I'm, I'm saying I think I think you were a little that. baby punk then. So what the fuck? I are think you once, talking you, once you had about? Howard as a client, I think you put the flaps on. And he didn't. I think that he had it I already. Okay. I'm telling you, he's crazy. He, you know, I'm uh, uh, today, uh, Ronnie. I would like you to drive me to the United Nations. I am going to be speaking about world peace and. Um, uh, I told my security if they can't find my car to look for the Playboy mud flaps. <laughs> there you go. Look how quick they found. <laughs> yes, in the event of an emergency. But unfortunately, forget- that also opens it up to everybody who's trying to kill Henry Kissinger knows that car. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, we we, we got a hit out on Henry Kissinger. Yeah, what? How do we know his car? It's the one with the Playboy mud flaps in the guy. Playboy mud flaps. <laughs> <laughs> who has those? Where do you get those? <laughs> like, who even makes those? Did, did you buy those directly from Playboy organization, Ron, or is it a third party? No, it was in an auto store. Oh, and you went to the auto store, and they had the whole accoutrement. They had the like the the the, the flaps, the, the 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 locks, the the napkins. Yeah, they, they yeah. sell a whole yeah, set. Yeah. yeah, they had right. the whole deal. Right, and you went. And that's for me. <laughs> But didn't no, because at the time, at the time, I was doing all <laughs> kinds of different work. I was doing proms and all that kind of shit and weddings, and people would get a kick out of it, okay? So when, when you would pick up, like, the prom dates, the parents would go and take pictures and stuff, and they'd see, yeah. oh, here's a guy we can trust. He's got all the Playboy. Uh, That's right. Uh, That's right. <laughs> Our daughter's <Yep>. safe. <laughs> yeah. Our little girl will be fine in this car. This gentleman is a, 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 an aficionado of Playboy magazine. That's right. <laughs> Worked out fine. Mr. Munn, please keep an eye on our kids. And uh, oh, and I see here you have Playboy napkins as well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's it, it to you? Out fine. Look where I am now. <laughs> yeah, look at you. Yeah, you know, Roddy, you are a fascinating man. Uh, I I look at you and make me laugh. Thank you, Mr. Kissinger. <laughs> Who are you meeting with today, Mr. Kissinger? I am meeting with uh, from the Philippines, Imelda Marcos. Nobody gave a shit, dude. It was oh yes, nobody gave a fuck. Is Mrs. Marcos shaved fully down there? That is correct, Ronnie. Imelda Marcos is fully shaved. That is right. Her husband told me. <laughs> Wait till she gets a load of the Playboy motif in this car. She will be greatly impressed. What oh, What else came with the kit? You so you got the mud flaps, and then what else comes in the car? Like, well, what's in the interior? Just napkins. Okay, napkins. No, napkins, locks. It locks. was uh, Playboy glasses. The glasses even had the bunny on them. That's true. Yeah. It did. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was really decked out. Everything yeah. Playboy. Whatever you would have in there, it was Playboy. I remember. Like, I'd, I'd bring someone in the car and I'd go, what's, what's with the Playboy? And i go, I, this guy, you know, the Ronnie likes Playboy. Oh, honestly. He's really, does he work for them? i go, no, no, no. He just likes it. He thinks the bunny looks cool. And they were like, oh. It was a big yeah, we... deal in the 80s, okay? For who? <laughs> what? The 80s. What did he just say? Why would, why what does would, that mean? Listen to me. A- a- answer me a question. If it wasn't a big deal back in the early 80s when this was going on, <laughs> uh, why would it be sold in stores like that? In for fucking stores? bumpkin idiots who don't live in New York for like, you know, for like some dude with a trucker or some bullshit. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Not somebody with, with who cocktail- has a business. Wait a minute. With a truck with cocktail glasses? I don't know. I don't and, know, Ronnie. napkins? People buying cocktail that. Cocktail napkins? I guarantee you're the only one who bought it. That's why Playboy's out of business because of that fucking. Right. 
Yeah, because of me. Yeah, yeah. Right. I used to go, here, uh, everyone, get into my whore mobile. <laughs> Dude, nobody put a gun to your fucking head. You get no, into I'm just that saying, car. I talked. I gave you a talking to, and you got rid of it. I, I, That was good. You fought me for a while, and then you got rid of it. And now you, ha- and you knew I was right, but you just were being stubborn. Yeah, and he didn't take him and put him on his personal card, did he? How no, he had other How weird shit in know? there. He probably had a Playboy bunny, like a like he probably had mud flaps on that truck. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think they sold it? Because people sell dumb shit. Doesn't mean you yeah, need to be the one to buy pet it. Rocks, Ronnie. Right. Yeah. No. No, Mike. Um, I believe Mike did not fuck with Ronnie's bagel to this day. Well, you keep believing that, and I'll keep believing what I feel like I want to believe, okay? Yeah, then I'm I know. change his mind. No, you're not changing my Would mind. Would it change your mind if we got him a lie detector test? No. No, not at all. Wow. You think he could beat the lie detector? <laughs> Listen. I'll do anything. Yeah. I'll do anything. Prove my <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course he'll do anything. <laughs> yeah, little prick. <laughs> <laughs> Get a Tory, you know. Yeah, a Tory. Yeah, it'd be perfect. <laughs> All right, JD wants to get on with a statement he wants to read from the employee who thinks Mike fucked with Ronnie's bagel. He doesn't want to okay. pet. He doesn't want to be a personality on this show. JD, you were handed this by the person who agrees with Ronnie, the one person. <laughs> no, uh, I've had multiple statements. Actually, two okay. people have come two forward. People. Two yes. people. All right. <clears throat> one. I can open this fucking chat. Come on. Oh, there we go. One says, it was a crazy day. There was a segment going on. I remember Perlman coming off as very suspicious that morning. No solid evidence. Just came off as a guy who got caught doing something stupid and trying to cover up a mistake. Michael is a great guy. Just took this step too far that morning. I'm on Team Ronnie. They say, <laughs> they said, let's play it on Sternthology today and let the audience decide. Okay. And then the second person says... Uh, uh, I'll scroll down. There we go. Zero evidence. I just think he did. Also, uh, Ronnie and Perlman were talking about it, and I could tell that Perlman did it. And I saw a couple of security guards laughing. Also, it's the kind of mind game Perlman would play. But he's smart not to say anything today. <laughs> Got to commit to the bid. In a way, I wish I had done it. <laughs> <laughs> See? It makes sense. See, it's, those, those two statements make Make perfect sense. Everybody's that's, that's fucking Perlman. No. <laughs> Those are the statements from. They know, they know you, man. No, they Perlman would tell like me private. Perlman would tell me privately. He would. Oh, please. He would. No, he wouldn't. And I even, he, even if he did tell you that he did it, you're not going to tell me he did it? I would. No, you wouldn't. I would, I would say, Mike, just come clean. That's it. Okay. Okay. You know, I don't care what who who did what to whose bagel. I just want JD to deliver messages for a whole show. I like JD. Yes, like, let's <laughs> keep him on that chat. People keep writing him. Here we go. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Well, anyway, the email said. Um, 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 one fan thinks Mike should have more respect for Ronnie. He wrote. Perlman's a cool guy, but he should show some respect to his elders, in this case, the elderly, and lay off Ronnie. Uh, I don't know. That's what some somebody wrote that. I feel you do have respect. I think he loves Ronnie. It's fine. I do. I love him. I'm not trying to disrespect him. He's he's just a character, man. Ronnie's a funny guy. He's fun to be around. I'm a character. Yeah, okay. (laughs) 
you're, you know, you're you know, character you know, Ra- Mike Perlman's play. I was thinking yeah, about I'm, this I'm yesterday. Fred Flintstone. I'm a character. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about Ronnie yesterday. You know, you know, it's a good analogy. Like, you know how we talked about the, you know, the evolution of Ronnie and how he's kind of, uh, you know, he's turned into a big shot over the years. We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. You know, it's almost like, um, like, you know, we had Beetlejuice on last, you know, last, last, you know, before the break. And it reminds me of Beetlejuice. Like, if you look at Beetlejuice and you look at who, you know, who he was early on, like when he first started coming on the show, he was kind of quiet, humble. He always yeah. came in, had that like smile on his face, never really got into it with anybody. Then as he started to gain fame and notoriety on the show and, you know, doing appearances and, and, and you know, he started to be such an Beetlejuice. Asshole. He started to be, you know, he put on a little bit of weight and now yeah. he's just like, fuck you, man. Like he's just mad at everybody. He's always pissed off. He's, he's mad. He doesn't take shit. He's just, his, well, his personality reminds me a lot like Ronnie's. Well, you're right in the sense that when the, I remember the first time Beetlejuice came on, they, they didn't even recognize that he was a star. So when he came in, he was very shy and very surprised that I put him on. And then by the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth appearance, you had the, the emerging of the Beetlejuice personality. Right. Uh, so, yeah, in a sense, I understand what you're saying. I understand. Yeah, I'm in good, I'm in good company. Yeah. Well, they're both <laughs> like tiny. Beetlejuice. <laughs> they both have small heads. Well, it's the same. It's the same personality, pretty much. It's like, you know, you walk by Beetlejuice and he'll tell you to go fuck himself. And then Ronnie will yeah. tell you the same thing. And, and, and your personality is you love to fuck with people behind their back. That's, no, that's your deal. No, I don't. And, well, what are the what are those two people say in the fucking state? I don't know. Who well, they, they don't want to come forward. They know so it you, doesn't man. matter. They know what you do. Okay. This what one says nice. there was a fam- there was a famous person that used to work here that used to fucking tell me about shit and you used to do upstairs all the time. Who? You know who? I'm not. Who. I'm not mentioning names. What Truly, you know who it was. Truly? What did I do no, no, no. Brent? No, no. Who? You know who too. I, I don't you, know who you're you talking about. Who? But, they, so but someone, someone told you that Mike Perlman that was Perlman, doing weird. Perlman was always up to shit upstairs on 37. <laughs> always. Always <laughs> wheeling and dealing these little fucking games. We work in a creative environment, man. That's yeah, how it has okay. to be. Like We have to always be, you know, kind of... Laughing and thinking of stuff, you know. That's that's how yeah. it is. Yeah, right. That's how it is. Yeah. So you, that, let's yeah, fuck but I'm not today. with anybody, though. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. All right. You know well, guys, this one down- said, "Hey, hey, guys, you know what I just did downstairs? I just made a fucking bit like you wouldn't believe. It's gonna yeah, go on for years." He's got his own. He's got his own thing in his head, like his whole yeah. scenario. What went? You know what went down? Dude, I know what you guys are all about. It's I've been working with there forever. I know what goes on. Yeah, but you it's not fair to sum everybody up I'm like that. I'm not fucking stupid. It's not fair to sum everyone. <laughs> You're lumping like everyone like- together, Ronnie. Please, you are like that. Please, definitely. Jesus. Uh, this one says, Howard, you are right about Ronnie. It sounds like he's become too much of a big shot. He yeah, moves out of the shot. neighborhood, forgets about Joe, forgets about his security. I didn't forget about Joe. Uh, well, I spoke with Joe personally. He says you forgot yeah. about him. Yeah, okay. He's full of shit, too. Ronnie doesn't need Joe anymore because he doesn't need his PBA cards. Um <laughs> I'm on to you, Ronnie. That's what it says here. You want to hear the funny part? All the yeah. years that I know Joe, all the PBA yeah. cards that I had, never yeah. was one of those cards his. Ever. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I never this had one to ask says, Joe for a PBA card. Well, evidently, this one uh, says Ronnie is a big shot. Yeah, I am. I am a Let's big shot. It! 
Now Ronnie right. is a big shot, ain't he? Dude. He's the king of Vegas nights. I'm Ronnie. You're talking to the big shot, Ronnie. Yeah. Taking helicopter flights. Yeah, Ronnie is a big shot, ain't he? Pussy. With his fancy NASCAR friends. He's gonna get a big shot, ego. He's gonna need a bigger dildo. It was all about me. Fly Maverick when you're in Vegas. All right, there you go. Uh, Ronnie right. and his Fly Maverick. Las Vegas Adventures. Mike will never settle this. Ronnie says you are the culprit behind his bagel being unwrapped. Mike swears that uh, when I swore him in, he promised to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help him God. He claims that he never touched Ronnie's bagel all those many years ago. How many years ago was that? Does anyone have any clue? 2019. Oh, 2019. Had it written down. <laughs> Well, well, will Mike what? go to his? Will he admit on his date? deathbed? I well, I have he... it right in front of me. I have the the clip in front of me. Right. What's the date? What's the date? You September eighteenth, twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah. See, I haven't. Let me see. It's in front <laughs> yeah. of me. It's got it right is in this front of me. Is this one of those things, Mike? You would, before you die, you'll tell the truth. No, you'll finally I, say, "I have to I be. I have truth. to confess." Yeah, yeah. I believe you. <laughs> I told you the truth. <laughs> You got to be out of your mind to put to put food like mess with someone's food, you know. Anywhere, yeah. especially and you are out of your fucking mind when you want. Yeah, you be. jumped out of a classroom window, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> well, okay, guys. Uh, fair enough. He's, uh, he's sane. He's very sane. Anyway, the fans all wrote in, and they were all. There was a above. reason he got shot, obviously. <laughs> oh, now that's not nice. You think someone shot him because he was fucking with their bagel? <laughs> Who knows? You don't know, <laughs> man. Don't fuck with my food. All right. That's all. Ronnie, don't fuck with my food. Ronnie, thank you. Don't fuck you, with and, my food. And Ronnie, uh, thank you. And Mike Perlman, thank you. And uh, the controversy, well, I guess, will continue. Uh, yeah, most Ronnie's never do... going to believe him. No, right. never. Never. <clears throat> we also received yeah, uh, just... Brick. All right, guys, knock it off. It's enough with the fighting. All right, here we go. Uh, this was, uh, again, I'm just finishing up the mail. Uh, we, we spoke about the late Sidney Poitier, the great actor. Uh, and also we morphed into Robin's acting career, which everyone was excited about, of course. Uh, remembering Sidney Poitier, um, Robin, of course, reflected on meeting him years ago at a red carpet event. She revealed she um, modeled her entire personality after Sidney's character in movies. That that is why we have Robin with us now and who she became. Uh, many fans wrote in. It was interesting to hear that Robin fashioned her persona based on Sidney Poitier. Not a bad role model to have. Rest in peace. I love when Robin refers to herself in third person. She's a true queen. I didn't know that Sidney Poitier had such an effect on her life. Uh, I, of course, was fascinated by this story. There's so many... Little details to Robin's life that uh, I love to chronicle. Um, I was interested yesterday to hear if Sydney was familiar with any of the acting Robin did in the past when she was pursuing an acting career. Back in 1993, Robin appeared as a dead person named Judith on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I even dug up a clip of her on that show. Many people were curious to hear it. Here's, here is Robin as Judith the Ghost on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Back in 1993. So you were married? Yes. But I was so focused on my career that my husband left me. I think. I actually never did have time to read that note. <laughs> so what did you do? I was in publishing. 
worked with the number one author. Very competitive. But I pushed and pushed until I made it to the top. <gasps> mm. I liked being on top. I was a real winner. Is winning really worth going to an early grave? Well, there is just a piece of the action. Uh, she got a big laugh with that one line. <laughs> Howard, I'd love to hear more on how Robin got the Fresh Prince role. She was, uh, was she taking a lot of acting lessons at the time? What was it like being on the set? Any good gossip? Tell us all. Robin, well, as a matter of fact, uh, Will Smith called into our show when Robin uh, came back from shooting the episode. And there was, in fact... An onset romance, an attraction, let's call it, between the two of them, which was detailed on the air. Here it is. I enjoyed acting with you. I thought there was something uh, between us, you know. Yeah, you know, I felt that, that little metaphysical spark, too. <laughs> you were attracted to Will, right? Will is gorgeous. Really? And well, we were attracted to one another. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know something was happening for you, too. <laughs> well, you know, I, could, you know I, just, I, I tried to keep it on the DL, the down low. You know, I didn't want to come out too much on it. So when you first saw Robin's big, lovely oh. cans up close, did you go wild? I said, well, damn. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> That's all I can say. Well, uh, damn. Exciting. That was an exciting time. I don't time. even remember that. He called. <laughs> I had no recollection. Um, Robin also appeared in a TV movie called Deadly Web. Everyone remembers Deadly Web back in the, uh, back, what was it, 1996, Robin? Here she is as her character, Lee Aaron. Robin Quivers in Deadly Web. Ms. Aaron? You've known me for five years. Think you could call me Lee? While you're thinking about it, care to explain this? WorldNet cyber cop vows to capture killer computer whiz. You doing a talk show next? I just made a statement to the press. I can't control the headlines. We don't want you making statements. This is exactly the kind of publicity WorldNet does not want. Well, I think you should know that I'm after him. I understand how you feel. Good, then I guess we're done here. Don't stonewall me. We both know why you're so obsessed with this. Obsessed? So we killed my partner. Why should I be obsessed? Yeah, and it wasn't your fault. So stop feeling so guilty. I gotta tell you, I think you could have, uh... I think you could have won an Emmy. You sound legit there, you know what I mean? There's a there's a gravitas to this performance, especially as oh Lee Aaron. <laughs> I, what, you, what do you think? I mean, I think it sounds pretty legit, right? It wasn't like well, Benji uh, screaming. I'm not one to comment on my own work. Gravitas. I was listening to this last night when, you know, she was pretty good. Meryl <laughs> Quivers over there. Why did you stop your acting career? Or did no, it just was I going to run out to Los Angeles every, or uh, you know, the next thing that was all almost offered to me was down the in the south somewhere, you know, like oh, no. people had to rearrange their schedules because I wasn't taking off work from here. Right, Robin Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were good. I mean, you had a uh, certain ability there. I could see. You were, and you were a natural. You weren't taking acting lessons, as far as I know. No, I've just read a lot about acting and actors, and I love people who are great performers, so. I've said all. this, I've said this to you in private, never on the air, but I'm gonna say it. You should have been the equalizer, not Queen Latifah. <laughs> and I mean it. I really do mean that. Oh, that's hysterical. Good for you. 
<laughs> She's good. She could have had something. You know, after private parts, I thought I'd be the one to get offered a few of these roles. No. <laughs> no one knocked on my door. I sat there. I waited and waited and waited. And then the door knocked one day. And guess what? It was for Robin. <laughs> you were the breakout star, it turned out. Lawrence Olivier with, with huge breasts. <laughs> Robin Olivier. Robin Olivier, they called you in Hollywood. You By need the way, these big tits. That's right. Everyone needs those. Jeez. We paid. Yes, Robin. Okay. We paid tribute to the great comedian Bob Saget on Monday's show after learning of his uh, passing. I was upset that Bob, you know, I didn't even remember that Bob had been on our show 10 times. I knew Bob had been on the show, but not 10 times. Yeah, I think but we condensed all of those appearances into one <laughs> in our minds. Well, do you, I have a little more information today. Bob was 65 years old. He died after yeah. a gig in Georgia. They think, you know, they found him. Believe me, this is a nice way to go. They found him in, uh, was it either a Four Seasons or it's the Ritz Carlton? Uh, it was Ritz in Carl Georgia? Yeah, he was at the Ritz Carlton in Georgia and he was in bed and he died in bed, I guess, in his sleep. Now, to me, I don't think there's a better way to die than that, except, you know, he was still, you know, relatively young. And, uh, you know, it's a sad thing. They said when they found him, his hand was over his heart, which indicated oh. perhaps he might have had a heart attack. Yeah. Or a stroke. Uh, on a sad note, he died in Orlando, Florida. He'd rather die in Palm Beach, but look, well, that's what are what you going to do? said Georgia. I thought it was Orlando. Oh, that's Did I say uh, Georgia? Uh, oh, it was after a gig in Georgia. I guess he flew to Orlando. Flew to Orlando. Yes, okay. yes. Sorry. Howard, nice tribute to Bob Saget on Monday, showing kudos to Fred for that Willie Fistergash drop when Robin was trying to figure out his name on Full House. Yes, that was very good, Fred. I, that I was great my, timing, uh, yes. Good, yeah, wonderful timing from Fred. He still got it. Willie Fistergash. <laughs> um, speaking of Fred... Bob played Fred in Win Fred's Money. I mentioned that yesterday. 2001, Fred was doing that shtick with Win Fred's Money. Uh, Bob came in. He had a great way of doing it. And this was very witty of him. I think he, he had planned this out. Bob Saget got every question wrong. <laughs> and it was funny. It was. Uh, here he is. I was surprised Bob was going to play Fred in Win Fred's Money because it's, yeah. it's a, a losing proposition. Fred's so good at it. But uh, Bob took this approach. Who was court-martialed in 1971 for atrocities in Southeast Asia? Sally Struthers. The body of what World War II leader was hung upside down in public? Uh, uh, bin Laden. <laughs> How many stars were on the American flag in 1958? Uh, Forty-five. <laughs> what nation tried the gang of four? Uh, 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 Yoko Ono. What did Cesar Chavez urge Americans to boycott in 1970? Uh, uh, Avita. <laughs> In what state was Klaus von Bülow prosecuted? Uh, Jersey. What time zone is found directly east of Pacific time? Oh, that's an easy one. Uh, uh, ah. <laughs> what? I'm not this dumb. Go ahead. Evita. Uh, Come on, quick. Time uh, is running uh, out. Uh, 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 Mediterranean. You're, oh my God! All right, all right. Oh, come on! All right, stop the clock. <laughs> such pain. You've answered <laughs> so much. You've I'm answered internally right now. You've answered all seven questions wrong. That was funny. Bob yeah, Saget, rest in peace. Now, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, my dear friend Jimmy Kimmel, 
He uh, cried. Jeff did you see Kimball. it? I did he, not see it. No. Well, you should uh, Google it later after the show. But uh, Jimmy, I didn't know, was so close with Bob Saget. I mean, Jimmy was reading private emails. He did before the show started. He Jeff did a private. Kimball. In other words, no audience present. He came out and spoke about Bob Saget and broke down emotionally mm. two or three times during the speech. And I, being the selfish prick that I am, I'm like, you know, Jimmy, I like, what's there's nothing left for me when I go. Like, I'm kind of relying on Jimmy. He's here inside. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think he'll cry, but everyone will be like, well, he cried for Bob Saget. He cried for uh, that guy from Three's Company. That uh, guy from Three's Company. Jack Ripper, or whatever his name was, Jack the Ripper. <laughs> from three's company with suzanne summers i mean i don't know like i think jimmy's just you know i always thought like i was really special to jimmy but jimmy did the same exact rap for a lion remember when this was a lion who died and he came oh, on I and he cried the lion i said well that's yeah. a step too far <laughs> was she, i remember with cecil the lion i went well geez uh by the time i go this guy will have cried on tv for everybody <laughs> You know, Beth, Beth had to warn me. She goes, did you see Jimmy's uh, crying thing? You know, his, his oh, emotional she speech. She saw she it. Saw it. You. And I said, oh, forward that to me. I need to see it. She goes, no. <laughs> she goes, you know, we don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> oh, I go, whose fault is that? Sounds like she's blaming me. She goes, I we don't have that. a lot of friends. <laughs> and she goes, you know, we're really lucky to have a friend like Jimmy. I was like, what, what, so what? I'm not going to see Jimmy crying. She goes, because I know you're going to insult him and, and, and make fun of him on the air. And, and you're going to lose the few, one of the few friends we have. I said, I'm not going to lose Jimmy as a friend. Not, I mean, uh, he's an emotional guy. What am I going to tell you? The guy, the, guy, the guy, evidently, I didn't know. But what is left for me? In other words, Jimmy did a special segment before the show even started for Bob Saget. Yes. What I mean, Jimmy better jump in the casket with me when I die. That's how distraught <laughs> he should be. But evidently, Jimmy and Bob Saget used to write each other all the time, special emails, and and John Stamos is writing, uh, you know, and uh, it's a whole little. There's a gang out there in Hollywood. Oh yeah. That all hang out. I'm not part of that. I'm not privy to that. Well, you're not. I don't there. live in Hollywood. I don't live in Hollywood. I live in New York. That's right. It's just that crying loses its impact if you cry all the time. I remember Letterman, who's Jimmy's idol. Letterman's voice cracked only once, and that was on 9-11. And that's how I remember. You know, you guys are heartless. Jimmy is all heart. Uh, uh, Jimmy cried over Kobe Bryant. I mean, I can can pull out a a menagerie of Jimmy crying appearances. I mean, there's no, there's no end to it. So, like, when I go, it'll be like, oh, Howard, God, here, I'm going to read an email from him. <laughs> but when I die, it should be Jimmy crying the whole show for an hour. He shouldn't be able to work. Right. He should, t- yeah, he should take the night off <laughs> and cry at home. And they could remote into his house and watch him cry. That's crumpled right. up yeah. in a Jimmy, crumpled up in Jimmy a corner. Jimmy Kimmel was seen leaving his house today destitute because of Howard Stern's death, and he canceled his show. Despondent. Yes, he yes, he cannot yes. work. Yeah, he's inconsolable. Wrecked. Cannot speak. 
Right. It's it's impossible for him to go on. He, Jimmy should kill himself the day I die. <gasps> well, Jimmy I Kimmel- was thinking maybe you want to have one of those Viking funerals. And and Jimmy has to be on the boat with you to help you to Valhalla. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to lose Jimmy. You. I don't want to lose Jimmy as a friend, but I'm going to say it. You got to have some quality control. You can't cry for everyone. Well, if he Kimble, loved Kimble. Bob Saget. He did. I didn't know. Why did he cry for Bob Saget? Well, it's fine. He, he's a friendly guy. Yeah. Bob Saget evidently was great. Uh, he, Bob Saget writes Jimmy all the time and compliments the show and compliments him on this and that. And the other thing, they would do charity events together. Uh, I didn't realize the, their closeness. So there you go. It was a well, real I relationship. You, it was uh, Jimmy that arranged that dinner for me that night with Bob and mm-hmm. John. Yeah. yeah. Got your two major players uh, right there at that dinner. I like it. You deserve we, that texted each other last night and you know we're Who reminiscing did? about that me and jimmy oh and we were look at you reminiscing about that mm. dinner Kimble, Kimble. and uh he said as i recall bob was really excited to have that dinner with you yeah bob he wanted to fuck you feel good i'm sure bob wanted to put his peen in you <laughs> you were so innocent yeah no, Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy was very moved. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, we're just heartless people. I thought that Bob Saget was an, a fantastic human being. Me too. But I, I, I haven't he was, drummed up I, excuse one me, here. Excuse me. I thought he was more fantastic <laughs> than you did. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, well, what's even more fantastic? Did you see what Pete Davidson uh, no. had somebody say about him? What do you say? Because Pete say, Davidson is not on social media. He gave this to a friend to uh, post for him. But he said that Bob was um, a great friend to him and wow. uh, interceded a couple of times when he was having some mental issues. Wow. And uh, found doctors for him, tried different, you know, like any time he was like, wow, well, try this, try that. And he said he spent hours on the phone with his mother. Wow. Uh, trying to get Pete what he needed. So get the uh, fuck out yeah, of here, he, man. And he stayed in touch. He checked in with him all the time. Why is no one checking in on me? I mean, uh, I've got tons <laughs> of mental issues. What is, what is Bob Saget? I knew Nobody him. Nobody ever recommended a doctor. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm under psych, psychiatric care 24 seven and, uh. Nobody's I calling. Mean, no, nobody's calling. Nobody cared. They hear me. I'm screaming for help on this radio show. Nobody cares. <laughs> Bob Saget was busy helping everyone but me. I didn't know that Bob was uh, helping Pete Davidson. Maybe yeah. I should help someone. I'm thinking that would be good. So when I go, well, there'll be a list of people. I was like, well, why didn't you do that? Mm. There's a couple of celebrities I've helped, actually. I, I, you know, I have. Nobody's said anything about it, though. <laughs> no, no. Well, they haven't died yet. When they die, <laughs> well, I'll come forward. Well, they can't say when they die. Oh, when I die, they can come forward. <laughs> That's right. You won't hear them saying it. You know what it is, though? It's hardly worth it. I mean, it's great that Pete said all of that about Bob Saget, but it's like, you know, everyone's going to forget about it in a week. So I'm not going to waste my time while I'm alive helping a lot of people because, um, you know. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It gives you a one week. And, you know, and and here's the thing. No matter how many people you help, you still die alone in an Orlando hotel room. And nobody wants to die with you. No. They're going to let you go alone on that trip. Yeah. I, um, maybe I'll call Pete Davidson to help him out.
What's his problem? <laughs> so he's doing just fine. Uh, <clears throat> right now, his problem is Kim Kardashian. You're right. I hope he'll be all right. <laughs> he, he ain't going to be there long. Hey, that boy's smart. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, Jimmy really, uh, and I, I, Jimmy Fallon spoke about Bob Saget for, for he gave him 30 seconds. Uh, Jim, Jimmy Kimmel gave him 30 more. 30 seconds? He, well, you know, on TV, that's a long time. Those, those are valuable seconds. It's weird. Um, you know, but everyone was touched by Bob Saget, especially, uh, the full house years and um, America's yeah. funniest videos. Uh, he, was, uh, he was, but he was a nice guy, but I didn't know he was that nice. I was, uh, I was, I was caught off guard by how nice he really was. Um, based on these, you know, you know, and then I see there's a thing on social media. Everyone posts a picture of themselves with Bob Saget. Now I have, I have multiple pictures of myself with Bob Saget. I didn't yeah. do that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm keeping my pictures with Bob Saget to myself. Just so you They're know, personal. I, but, They're personal. but yeah, personal, but I do have pictures of myself with Bob Saget. People should know that that can be press released by the way, Gary, get, get on the phone to my publicist if I had one. I don't actually have one. Yeah. Yeah, nobody calls to help me. Hmm. It's weird. Bob Saget, all those years, never picked Maybe they just, uh, they think that you're holding it together just fine. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Just letting people know. You like to inform people you're not holding it together. I'm available to be helped by celebrities. (laughs) (laughs) You need help. Yeah. I need help. (laughs) <laughs> I truly do. You know, it seems to me Bob Saget could have used some help, quite frankly. I don't know the top things were going for him. He, he was happy. He was married. Yeah, but all these celebrities are sucking the energy out of Bob Saget. And meanwhile, he's Bob helping probably everyone did. and now he's gone. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Ralph wants to tell everyone that Bob Saget helped him. Uh-oh. Listen to How this. did he help Ralph? I don't know. Uh, hey. I don't want to hear it, Ralph. I, all I know is I've helped Ralph more than anybody. <laughs> He's calling Believe him Bob. Hey, <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you want to say? Hey, now. Hey, no, he helped my sister. You know, Bob's sister died of this horrible disease, scleroderma, which nobody knows, like, anything about. It's very... It's a very rare disease. Very rare. And in her honor, he did a ton of charity work. I don't mean bullshit charity work. I mean, you know... Feet on the ground, just really was involved with it. Well, and I'll tell you, was- I'll give you a fact about that. Here's an eerie fact. Bob Saget, three years before his sister was even diagnosed with scleroderma, began raising money for scleroderma. Really? Yes. And then in an, in an irony, I guess, if you want, his sister contracted it and died from it, and he continued his work. There you go. Okay. Yeah, and, and Stamos spotted it in my sister, which was weird. He goes, does your sister have scleroderma? I go, yeah, how'd you know? And he goes, well, you know, there's signs of it. And he, so anyway, Bob hooks my sister up with the premier guy at Johns Hopkins. And mm. Wow, I didn't know that. You never told me that. Wait a minute, he's breaking up. He's upset. Ralphie. Well, I don't want you talking over it. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. Talk about what I do for you. (laughs) There you go. That doesn't make him cry. Uh, (laughs) He hooked her her up with this guy at John's. My sister's a mess, you know, because, 
Right. He sa- he saved our life. You know. Yeah, he did. He did. And I know. You better cry like this for me, douchebag. Because uh, <laughs> who's like right. the Tuesday? I can't talk. I can't talk. It's upsetting. You know. But oh. I know that's a beautiful yeah. story. You know, I didn't know Saget did that for you. I mean, you're not even famous. Yeah, my sister flies in to see this guy like twice a year, you know, and it all has to do with the blood and, you know, it, like when you're sick and you don't know why you're, why you're sick, you know, it's just, oh. mm. uh, sorry, sorry, you love this oh. shit, why am I saying sorry? Oh, this is good, this is good, I didn't know you I had a heart. Movie, I got- I was yeah, going to say, really... the day the meanest man on earth cried. Yeah, I mean, this guy's hey, a, a brutal hey, fucking fuck angry you, douche. <laughs> I mean, who knew? This is a new side to Ralph. Yeah. By the way, for an opposing viewpoint, Chris Wilding is laughing at Ralph right now. Why are you laughing, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Even I'm offended. What? what, what what's Chris, your point on this? Chris Why are you laughing horrible. at Ralph? He's a mean, he's a mean girl, like Marianne says. <laughs> I mean... Oh, you hit the nail on the head. He's the meanest person on the on planet Earth. <laughs> Funny, well, I don't I think know. You are. No, Ralph. Come on. I'm very that's touched okay. by this. It's just, it's just funny. That's all. It's okay. Well, I'm it's moved funny. by hard it. Talk, I it's hard did... to talk about. It. I mean, this this guy. Let, let me just. He just really, you know. And he was just. Bob was such a great guy. Just the nicest guy, like everybody says. But you know what he did for my sister is just uh, uh, like. Uh, unbelievable. I got to tell you, Ralph just gave Jimmy Kimmel a good run for the money on the cry-off. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy yeah. cried a lot, Kimmel. but Ralph, Ralph, you might you might have won. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I had a way more important reason. He saved my sister's life. Jimmy, yeah. now, Jimmy's just a now how did Bob even, like, did, did John Stamos hook you up with Bob? Tell us how it happened. Yeah, but, like, you know, there's telltale signs. It, it, it's a, it's a, the disease, you know, and, and uh, John spotted it in my sister. You know, wow. you, you can see it in the face. And Didn't Stamos start his career playing a doctor on television? <laughs> yes, he diagnosed my sister. Yeah, I mean, think about that. The guy I takes his role. I was going to say that Bob turned John into a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> a real John, doctor. John played, I think he played a doctor on TV, and then... Uh, Dr. Evidently, he, pick, he picked up some skills. He diagnosed Ralph's sister just by looking at yeah. her. Yeah. He got, he got her right over Johns Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, uh, let me call my connections over there. Hi, this is Dr. Stamos. <laughs> I'm one of your colleagues. <laughs> one time I had a guy, I, we brought uh, Rob Zombie to the emergency room, and Stamos was staying at my house. So we, the three of us walk in, and Stamos goes, Let me handle this. I played a doctor on TV. <laughs> it was the funniest fucking day of my life. And we walk in the hospital. It, right? like, he handled the whole thing. It. He even consulted with the doctor. <laughs> Let me see the x rays. <laughs> I don't know if this is a joke, but there's a woman on the phone named Amy who says Bob Saget helped her sister. Wow. Oh, what yeah, everybody. What? No wonder Saget, you didn't see him for a couple of years. He's busy like Florence Nightingale running around. Amy, what? what's your story? Hi, Howard. Hi, Robin. I'm so excited to talk to you. Anyway, we saw Bob Saget at a comedy show in Jersey. We stayed afterwards, and we finally met him. And there was a crowd around, and he took time to talk to us. We told him my aunt had scleroderma, and he actually stopped his appointment at John Hopkins with the same doctor. 
for mm. my aunt. At, it wow. was just amazing. It's a, he's an, an extraordinary man, the nicest man. Uh, he actually took time to talk to us with a crowd of people, and he was really genuinely concerned, and it was he's a beautiful man. And you know what the horror of this story is, Amy? Listening to you, there's no chance I would have helped you. Like, I, you know, people think I'm a horrible person. It's true. I'm just listening to you, and I think I would have run right out of the room. And uh, she sounds annoyed. Yeah, yeah. But the two of you sound like, like Saget was like the new Jesus. I mean, this guy would meet you and then uh, touch you and and improve your life. And and I got to tell you, I had no clue he was. I knew he was a good guy. I didn't know he was a saint. I didn't know yeah. Amy. Thank you for Thanks, sharing. Bob. St. Bob Saget. Right. Look at this. Thank All right, you. Amy. Thank you. Good Lord. Listen to these tributes. This is amazing. Ralph crying. Well, who's going to cry for me now? I would say more choked up. <clears throat> but anyway. Don't you say, Ralph, that I've, as much as Saget did for you and he saved your sister's life, I still feel I've done more for you than even Bob Saget. Just let's be clear. Oh, let's. I mean, you're... Yeah. For you. He's done more for yeah. you. You are one of the most important Dan. people in my life. God, thank you. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> All right, Ralphie, I, that's I, a good story. I'm thank you for sure. No, you're, that's amazing. You're very important to me. You're a very important person to me, Howard. You know that. I know. Thank you. I love you. Oh, wait a second, Ralph. Uh, this wow. woman's on the phone. She says Bob Saget helped her, too. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Bob Saget was a great man. He right. got me in bed at John Hopkins, and then he fucked me. <laughs> well, oh, listen. by the way, uh, yes. By the way, R- Ralph is a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a little bit what? A little bitch. A little goes, bitch. Yeah. Oh. She's, a, she's a little hard to understand. She's an older woman. All right, Ralph, thank you. There you go, Ralph. Wow, an emotional response from Ralph. Yeah, that's. I've never seen or heard Ralph upset about anything. Gravitas. Mm. You're not kidding. Anyway, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yeah. Also, uh, people wrote in, rest in peace, John Madden. Another person we lost recently, of course, was John Madden, the great football commentator. He was a coach. Uh, J.D. paid tribute to him and his love for the video game Madden. Uh, this person wrote in, uh, for a guy that has spent all that time and money playing Madden, J.D. wasn't all that articulate speaking about him. He wasn't much clearer when speaking about his preference for Coke over Pepsi either. Oh, I got the, I got the idea. <laughs> I loved all of those explanations of J.D.'s yesterday. Didn't know he was uh, a guy. JD's, uh, well, this is probably the perfect tribute to John Madden because JD's not the only person obsessed with the Madden game. Uh-huh. Here's a, uh, here's a guy, a streamer, you know, one of these video streamers, uh, reaction as he finds out he's getting a top rated player named Des Bryant added to his team. This is how passionate people are about this game. Okay. I found this the most fitting, uh, tribute. This guy is so excited he got Des Bryant. Uh, listen. I know you bastards love to come through for the packs on Saturdays, man, but whenever I stream on like a Tuesday, there'll only be like 600 of you bastards, man. Where the hell y'all be at when I be streaming regularly, man? Ladies and gentlemen, we just pulled 99. 
Bryant, I want to give a thank you to the one and only man above Jesus. Thank you for creating me. I want to go ahead and thank you for inventing PayPal. Well, you didn't invent PayPal, but you created the person who made PayPal. And because of that person, I got a PayPal. And because of the PayPal, I bought the packs. And then because I bought the packs, I bought these. <laughs> He's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. <laughs> Wow. Not something, huh? Wow. Maybe I ought to play um, this game. <laughs> I know, I know, right? I play chess. Nobody's screaming and yelling. I played a couple of games, quick games, two minute games yesterday. Boy, I got my ass kicked. You know, some people in chess? Yeah. Yeah. I, I went on, I said, let me see if I still have it. It turns out I don't. But um <laughs> I played a couple of games and you know, I hate losing. That's why I stopped playing chess. I hate losing. And you gotta be a good loser because that's how you learn. If you win well, all the time, you don't have to be a good loser, but you have to learn from losing. Yeah, and I don't learn from losing. I can't even bear to look at the game, so I, I'm not. I'm not built for chess, and I'm not built for losing. I, I find it when I lose, I feel intellectually inferior, and I can't stand that. I feel like an idiot, and I well, know how to win in know, chess. I look at you know, I'm I'm a great fan of tennis, and I respect so much what they do simply because. They had to be really bad before they got that good. That's they had right. to live through that. I understand that in radio. I understand that. I understand that. But with this chess, it's too much. It's too much for me. <laughs> and let me tell you something. As long as you bring up tennis, that fuck nut, whatever his name is, Djokovic. I don't even. Uh, Djokovic. Djokovic. The Joker. I call him the Joker. What a so fucking everybody asshole! Everybody else, Howard, you didn't. Call oh, they do. Do they really? I don't. I'm never. Yes, the first I heard of yes. this guy is that he doesn't want to get his vaccine and he's running around. Nobody's clear what his stat. They should throw him right the fuck out of tennis. That's it. His Goodbye. status is that he had COVID at the very beginning of COVID. He got. And who it. knows? He could be lying. No, he no, could be he lying. actually did have it and had to sit out some games and his wife got it as well. But that was a long, long time ago. No one knows his He's a uh, body status or whether he could be douche. affected. And he has refused douche. to disclose He's a his uh, uh, yeah, vaccine refused. status up until now. Good. He, yeah, you should be out of tennis. He doesn't care Good. about anyone else. His statement was, I'm reading about this guy. Private decisions are things that only affect you in your life. You know, where's the statement? Let me see. Uh, getting vaccinated is a private decision. You shouldn't be mandated. Well, then stay that, home. This is different. Oh, that's that's, the whole that's point. right. Stay away from other people. You could affect other people. Stay home because you don't want it. Well, that's like saying smoking is a private decision. Well, that's true. But don't smoke in my face, fuck nut. What a dummy. Just a dumb, big, dumb tennis player. Well, what do you expect him to know? He's played tennis all his life. Djokovic. <laughs> Is that what they call him, the Joker? Yeah. Nothing funny well, about sometimes. him. I mean, he's not the most popular player in the world. He has a lot of problems. Oh, he's like uh, Yvonne Lendl. Like, like nobody, like he was great, but nobody liked him. He didn't get endorsements and all that shit. Yeah, I don't think it was as bad for him as it is for Yvonne Lendl. But even last year when he was trying to go for the Grand Slam, yeah. People in New York were miserable to him right up until the last couple of matches. And he couldn't understand why people were being so mean. And I was like, but this always happens to you. You ought to figure it out. It's you. <laughs> well, he, the, the, the anti-vax thing is not the only fucking weird thing with him. Um, Novak 
thinks positive thoughts can clean polluted water. He oh, said, God. quote, yeah, this is, these are I the deep thoughts. I don't study him that much. Off the court, I don't care what he thinks. Right. He <laughs> said, scientists have proven that molecules in the water react to our emotions. Here he is on Instagram uh, espousing more idiocy. Oh, boy. You know, I've, I've, I've seen people, and I, I know some people that through that um, energetical transformation, through the power of prayer, through the power of, of gratitude, they managed to turn the most toxic food or maybe most polluted water into the most healing water because water reacts. And, and you know, water's alive. Scientists have proven that, that obviously in the, in the experiment, that molecules of the water react to our emotions, to what is being said. Like a vampire. That Who's guy. the guy in the room with him? <laughs> so that is his creator. Reacts. <laughs> it is Count Dracula. <laughs> like, who are these two nutcases talking to each other? Hey, Mo, water reacts. That's right. Water reacts. <laughs> you know, the other day I made my farts smell good by smiling. You made your farts smell good by smiling? That's right, you numbskull. <laughs> Novak discovered he... This is great. Not only... Like, that's just one of the nutty things. He's nutty the anti-vax. Things, yeah. Novak discovered he has gluten intolerance with a very scientific test. A nutritionist had him hold a piece of bread in one hand while pushing down on his other hand to show him how weak the bread made him. <laughs> Listen to that. You know, I've, I, I, years ago, there was somebody, I don't remember who it was. There was somebody had a scam going where uh, I think this guy I knew was a chiropractor or something. And he would tell you if your, vi- which vitamins were better for you. He'd have you hold them in your hands. And if he could push down on your, on your, your arm easily. He said, you see, those vitamins are no good. They're making you weak. I said, but they're not in me. They're in my hand. He goes, no, no, your body's reacting to them. This is the kind of nutty, bullshit, fake science that these imbeciles all believe in. They don't believe, though, when well, people come down. Well, the only thing I can say in Novak's defense here is when he cut out gluten from his diet, he became unbeatable. Yeah. And okay. he never could get through an Australian summer when he was playing he'd cramp up he'd have to leave he had real trouble uh with his stamina and after he got rid of that gluten man he just became unbeatable well because he believes it (laughs) uh he thinks one of the best places to meditate is in a specific mountain range in bosnia because he believes ancient pyramids were built there and they give magnetic healing powers oh dear for some reason and i don't know why wacky people Believe in magnets. There's a lot of this magnetism. I remember, you know, people who suffer from um, uh, arthritis and, and various ailments of pain. Uh, the, 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 the weak would be preyed upon by these charlatans who would magnetize you. They're giving you magnets, magnet treatments every minute with the magnets. Every minute they they with magnets. And this guy, too, with magnets. And by the way, just as a fact to this guy, if he's listening this morning, those are just hills. They're not pyramids. Scholars have looked into it. That area is filled well, with hills. Be talking to anybody who really knew something. <laughs> no, he's do doing his out? own research. He doesn't believe anybody who knows anything. He's doing that, his own research. He looked at it. He's the greatest said, that looks tennis like... player ever. Yeah. And so he must be brilliant. If you want to talk tennis, I'll talk to you. Other, any, other than that, you should shut your mouth. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But anyway, I, I digress from the email for some reason. 
Uh, we talked. I just want to finish this email finally. Uh, the fans wrote in about um, me wearing my shoes in the house. And I yeah. described to you, Beth doesn't want me to wear my regular shoes in the house. Instead, I wear a pair. Wear outside. Right. She doesn't want the, the house tracked in with dirt. So in my house, I wear a pair of special shoes that they're designated only for the inside of the house. And the fans rip me for this. Howard, isn't it your house? You can wear whatever shoes you want inside. You shouldn't have to be confined to a pair of house shoes like a child. I like it. I'm not complaining. It's just a, I, I, they posted, Beth posted a picture of me on Instagram lifting one of the cats. A lot of people watched it. And one guy writes, oh, I'm surprised you Americans wear your shoes in the house. And I said, this guy's an asshole because I, I don't wear those shoes outside. You understand? I say, look at this guy. He's busy all day looking at my shoes, consumed with. I, you're, you're assuming to comment on it. You know that takes you know extra effort. I don't like wearing dirty, filthy shoes in the house. I like keeping the carpets clean and all that stuff. But you did How, blame Beth. You know that the, the no. guy is not wrong. Well, listen, it, our cats throw up all over everything. Every day with diarrhea and throwing up <laughs> and uh, hairballs. And, and me, I can't wear shoes. There's so much going on in this house, but all right, whatever. <laughs> Howard, what's the difference if you wear regular shoes or house shoes in your home? You don't go out anyway. Your outside shoes are probably as clean as new. Well, you got a point there. Uh, <laughs> Beth should not get on you for wearing shoes in your own house. That is ridiculous. The floor and carpet are going to be dirty no matter what. Um, well, look, I don't wear shoes in the house on our phone is me from the past who wants to yell at me and criticize me for wearing house shoes. Oh, hello, Howard. How are you? What is wrong with you? What kind of man are you? <laughs> what kind of man am I? I'm listening to my wife. That's what kind of man I am. <laughs> now, listen to me. That's funny. Beth yeah. has a rule. He said, I have a rule. No shoes. In my area, she put this white carpet down. They say, the rules? I said, I'm walking on the carpet. Well, I walked in with my boots on with dog crap. You know, what are you doing? I said to my wife, that's what carpet's for. <laughs> well, you are, you are from my past. I guess that was my attitude back then, all right? Yeah. I was an asshole. He can't be for real, right, Robin? He can't be for real, right, Robin? <laughs> yes, all right, so enough funny. of this. I'm not talking Take to my pants off. Take your pants off. All right. <laughs> Take your pants off. That was me in the past, Robin. Yeah, you were a different man. I want to credit myself now, finally. I was talking about all of these child actors that appeared in private parts. There were various uh, roles for young children. On Wednesday show, a caller asked if I kept in touch with any of the young actors who appeared in my movie. Um... I haven't, but the audience is interested, so they wrote, I've always thought it was pretty wild that the kid who played the younger Howard also managed to play Andy Kaufman and Tony Soprano. He played three icons at such a young age. Well, that uh, young man's name was Bobby Boriello. I mentioned Bobby on Wednesday, who played me as a seven-year-old going to work in the city with my father. If you remember, this was uh, Bobby. Why do we live in Roosevelt when you work in New York? Shut up! We never played catch or went to ball games. The only sport my father liked was yelling. Nothing but crap. 
Is this one crap? Don't be a moron. And Bobby did well. He played, as this guy mentions, young Andy Kaufman in Man on the Moon and young Tony Soprano in The Soprano. So uh, we went back and explored what happened to the other child actors. Were they crack addicts? Were they successful? It turns out, it turns out that a lot of them, after being exposed to me and my talents, have <laughs> had success in show business. Matt Friedman, really? remember Matt Friedman played me as a 16-year-old uh-huh. in the scene where I tell my parents that I want a career in radio. Uh, this was the this was the scene, Matt Friedman. Howard, you're graduating from high school this year. You should be making some kind of plan for your future. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly <laughs> ever say a word. This is all from a guy who's only told me to shut up about 50,000 times. <laughs> I talk. Well, Matt went on to have a career producing records for artists like Kid Cudi, and LL Cool J. Wow. He also composes and scores music for various TV shows and films. He recently scored the 2021 thriller collection, which stars Robin's boyfriend, Alex Pettifer. Oh. Yes. Really? You should have stayed in touch with him and mentored that I young know. man. I <laughs> know. Yeah, you blew it. You see? This is you. You're no Bob Saget. I should have stayed in touch. I didn't know that was going to happen. Matt also formed his own band called The Brinks. I have a little clip of that. This is their song, Temporary Love. It's a shark. It's a tight so you can see his ability. No slouch. No slouch. Michael Macaroni. That's right. Michael Macaroni. Macaroni. Michael Macaroni. Just like the spaghetti. Uh, Thank played, we didn't know that at the time. <laughs> Michael Macaroni played 12-year-old me performing an explicit puppet show for senior citizens. Everyone remembers that scene. How can you forget? You like that, huh? Oh, yes, I love it, baby. Give it to me. Oh, baby, yes. Right there. Oh. All true. I did do that. You want it harder? Oh, yes, harder. Please give it to me. Please. Oh. Michael is now but a big time. Why can I play with my puppy? Shut up! You know why? All right, enough of that. Michael is now a big time television producer. He has produced shows such as Godfather of Harlem on Epics and Space Force Excellent on Netflix. Show, yes. Which features Steve Carell. Uh, Michael's also worked on Parks and Recreation, the Netflix series Love, The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling, and much more. Wow! Look at this, you guys. You're impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of these children, I didn't I don't like to brag, but I took them under my wing on the set. I was a mentor. So uh, this is all up to you. There's the not all. They they worked hard, but <laughs> they asked me for advice and I freely gave it. I see. Um Oh, do hey, you Howard. remember anything exactly that you said? It wasn't anything in particular, no. I, I, it was a general presence. Uh, this guy writes, Hey, Howard, you know the kid that said the N-word in the back of your mom's car in private parts? That's Evan Roberts, who now does the afternoon show on WFAN with Craig Carton. So he became a wow. radio guy. How do you like that? I remember that That's kid. Amazing. I said, there's a kid with talent. <laughs> but wait, of course, the, the ultimate is uh, Sarah Hyland. She played my daughter, and uh, she went on to be the girl in Modern Family. Uh, oh. She starred as Haley for 11 seasons. 
Um, Didn't know Sarah that. Hyland. Yeah, I, I started her off as well. Wow. That's right. That's right, Robin. You're amazing. Yeah. I open I a lot of showbiz stores. as amazing as Bob Saget. Yeah. yeah. Where are people crying for me? <laughs> um, I've opened up a lot of showbiz doors and uh, certainly have been a great influence on a lot of these youngsters who For those of guidance. you who think that he only thinks of himself. Yeah. Behind the scenes, I'm a great guy. I just now can't reveal that. Now you know that. the truth, yes. It would be really silly of me to, like, brag about all this shit on the air. It would look, it would look <laughs> self-serving. Yes. So why did you tell I'm, us now? What what happened? <laughs> well, people write in. What am I going to do? I can't they hide it forever. They did the question, yeah. They did. I didn't bring it up. Um. All right. You know what I'll do? I'll, let me let me take a little break here, mention a couple of uh, sponsors, and... Um, and then I do want to talk about Britney Spears before we go on to some other things. Uh, I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by her. You know, she got her freedom. She's free now. They, they had the free Britney Spears. Her father was the concern. I'll bring, I'll bring this up in a minute. Uh, first of all, let's say thank you to HBO Max. They've done a great thing. They've done a bunch of great things. But on January 13th, which is Thursday, HBO Max brings you Peacemaker a new original series from the director of The Suicide Squad and The Guardians of the Galaxy, Peacemaker. Mm. Scream, yes. If only that you were sounds... Mrs. Peacemaker. Yes. Very good. Yes. Peacemaker. <laughs> Streaming right this up Thursday. My alley. Well, it is. It's a guy who believes in keeping the peace, even if he means killing everyone. He he, he knows what he's <laughs> got to do. Yes. Well, an emotional segment. We we got onto the top various topics, but uh talking about the late Bob Saget, uh you know, I do want to mention um, uh, when Robin was sick, Bob Saget never called her. Uh, just the thing. <laughs> Let's not get carried away with the Bob Saget uh, angel stories. Uh, I called Robin every day, uh, sometimes twice a day. That uh, just, is true. That is true. Just putting it out there if any press wants to pick up on that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's there got any. One person that Bob forgot to help. Yeah. If it's a slow news day, you might want to point out that I was there for Robin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just think uh bob never got you into johns hopkins you uh no. yeah you were Didn't in new york even call just like you said. no 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 let's but go I to him. i forgive let's go him. to yes forgive him uh he wasn't perfect uh let's go to <laughs> joe joe in uh new york hey howard big fan big fan Hey, uh, with the sports betting apps legal in New York now, who do you like in the NFL playoffs this year? Isn't it amazing that the sports betting somehow became legal, but they can't get the voting right act uh, down? But well, okay, you, yeah, you can, you can <laughs> you know. spend all your money on nothing, right? But, but you can't vote. I'm picturing after these playoffs, the, um, the all of New York will be broke now because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal. They. There was such a frenzy to to spend money on those gambling sites once it became legal. I think it was on Saturday that it became legal, and it was it was like a, they just went crazy. Even though it's taxed up the wazoo, people didn't care. They could gamble. They don't care. It, and they it's for losers. Right it's yeah. for losers. That's number one. You're a loser. It's like you go to OTB. It's strewn with losers <laughs> and, and broken tickets and dreams. 
Uh, I know for a fact John Hine is already homeless, and that's only three days in. <laughs> but uh, a lot of my guys are into the sports He's betting. Have a field day. Now, don't take my advice if you're betting money, because what I know about sports can fit into a thimble. But here's everything I know. I know that Green Bay is the number one seed in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, they have home advantage throughout. The Titans and the Packers are the number one seeds. And I know that what I'd like to personally see at the end of all this, after it's all said and done, I would like to see Tampa play New England for the obvious reasons. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Well, I didn't now say we, it's going to happen. playing the Bills. All right. But listen, the Eagles, I don't think, are going to do it. I'm a big Philly guy. I love Philly. They've been good to us, but I don't know that the Eagles are going to do it. I like JD's Bengals. I got to say, they, they had a good season. Right, JD? You got to be pumped up. He's a big Bengals guy, even though he's now lived in New York. I don't know what he's doing with Cincinnati, but okay, he's been loyal to them. And even when they yes. sucked, he was uh, loyal. Yes. Uh, are you excited about the Bengals? I'm very excited. I will cry. I will cry for sure if they win. They haven't won a playoff game since, you know, in 30 years. So, so any uh, game, they, if they win any of the playoff games, you'll be crying. Yes. I'm sure I will. Uh, I'll All right. Cry. Good for you. But, Good. but uh, yeah, I teared up when they beat the Chiefs. I teared up. Uh, I'm very excited. <laughs> but don't you agree in what I'm saying that wouldn't it be great to see Brady go up against his old coach? Wouldn't that be great to see that, well, that rivalry? Uh, personally, no, <laughs> but no, they did, the, they did, they did the game it's happened already. already yeah. This happened well, already. Yeah. But it, but it, uh, it wasn't a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl type. Yeah. yeah. Come on. But for, on. you know, but for NFL and ratings, uh, sure. But, uh, you know, personally, what is the matchup you want to see? I'll spend a few seconds more on this. Go ahead, JD. Or some Bengals versus anyone. Bengals versus, uh, 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 oh God. You know, Bengals versus Packers. Uh, I'll take that. They almost beat the Packers earlier this year. But uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> All right. There you go. Well, don't you want Bengals. the Bengals to play somebody they can definitely beat? Well, yeah, sure. But they listen, they beat the Chiefs. They almost beat the backers. They have what about chance. the Chiefs? Wouldn't the Chiefs, uh, any Chiefs versus anyone, be a good, solid game? Sure, I guess. All right. Uh, okay. Joe, what yeah. is the answer? You tell us. What is it? Uh, we, the answer we're, we're gonna... is, it, it, here's the answer. <clears throat> Being from New York, Howard, you should root for the only team that plays in New York, the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills. Right. That's the answer. Oh, why is what it, Joe? Chances? Joe, why why is it that people from New York, such as myself, think of the Giants, they think of the Jets, the two worst teams ever? <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable how bad they are. I don't even bother with them. Uh, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Giants fan. I will be to the end, but uh, they are a huge disappointment. You can't lose worse than they do. But why is it, guys from New York like me, when we look at the Bills, we go, that's not a New York team. You, you, you're right. They're from New York State. Why do we look at them and we say? We never eh. think of them. <laughs> yeah, maybe you know what it is because most Buffalo. Those guys. Go ahead. Go on. No, I, I was <laughs> well, going to say Buffalo. Buffalo is too far away. It's nearly Canada. It, it is Canada. <laughs> Buffalo is Canada. Let's be honest. No, it's 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 nearly it's nearly Canada, but we don't play in New Jersey. We play right. in New York State. That's and true. A lot That's of people. I, I don't know about a lot of people, but. They they know just about as much as football as you do. 
and a thumbnail. So <laughs> if you're a, a New York guy, you should vote for your New York team. And the Bills are the only t- team that plays in New York. Gary, why is and New Yorkers we don't think of Bills, Buffalo? Why is it that we don't think of Buffalo as a, a New York team? This is the dumbest argument in the world. First of all, Buffalo is like an eight-hour drive. I can beat a D.C., Philly, or New England games quicker than any of the, any Buffalo games. And just because so, we live in the so same state, it's a, a huge you're fucking a state. Fan, then. So you're saying that you're if I live, if, hold on a second. If, I, if I'm a Dodgers, <laughs> if I'm a Dodgers fan, and the Dodgers aren't in the playoffs, I should root for the Giants because we all live in the same state. They're different regions. It's a ridiculous argument. John Hine, is it wrong of New Yorkers to ignore Buffalo, or should we be considering them a New York team? John Hine will know. Go ahead. They're a New York team. I mean, granted, they are. What Gary's saying is true in terms of the Canadian border, but they always get forgotten. They're the, they've been the best team in New York for the last few years. That first-round game against the Patriots, I think, is going to be a great matchup. Yeah. And I feel bad for J.D. because he's got his hopes up so high, and we all know what happened. You're going to jinx, you're, you're gonna jinx yeah. this shit, you I'm motherfucker. I hate you so much JD. right now. I think the Bengals. <laughs> you're going to jinx this shit. John, the Bengals will lose, right? They will lose. I don't know, Howard. That offense looks awfully good. I hate to see Joe Burrow get hurt like Joe Mixon is right now. And, uh, he's not hurt. He's not hurt. But JD is the worst winner. He's tweeting all over the place. He's tweeting like, all read, over the place. Letting everyone he know tweeted the following. When the, when the Bengals won last week, JD tweeted, holy shit, kings of the north. Hashtag you got go them Bengals. right. <laughs> Uh, tears JD they won a regular season game. I mean, <laughs> they won the, uh, yeah, okay. You're, you're fucking Steelers backed into the fucking playoffs. We'll see how far they make it in. <laughs> Steelers well, deserve to be in the playoffs, my friend. First oh, of all, oh, shame shit. on the two of you. New York has been good to both of you, and and, and John is a Steelers fan. JD, you're off your <laughs> rocker with ba- the Bengals. Uh, JD has gone as far as to say he is willing to eat horse shit like that Eagles fan did if the Bengals win the Super Bowl. Now that's what? crazy. Really? I, I said, <laughs> well, listen, I might have been a little, uh, uh, carried away with myself after when I texted that, texted that to friends. But how much uh, money do you have on this, JD? I don't have any money right now. Oh, I'm God. not, uh, I'm not looking to bet, but, uh, cause I know Howard. it'll just, it'll, I'll jinx myself by doing that. What? All right, I got to tell you, I was on the phone with John on Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, we were watching the game, and John loves to bet. And John got me so excited about the online gambling that I signed up and ended up putting two bets down on two different people to win the Super Bowl. He got me you all guys, jacked up on it. You guys give your credit card to these sites? You can d- deposit in a number of different ways. Right. Like, you can give a credit card, you can, there's a bunch of different things you can do. What you can link you your bank. Do? What did you do? What's that? What did you I guys do? They have my credit card. Jeez. Same here. This sounds awful. Nuts. I mean, um, well, you give your credit card to Amazon. I mean, they have uh, safety regulations. That's true. The, I don't know. The Chinese restaurant has my credit disreputable card. Disreputable. I know, but it's just businesses. It's just, They're and ha- legal now. You, and you mm. guys are right. I mean, New York put this through as soon as the playoffs were last week <laughs> of the season. All of a sudden, you were able to gamble legal legally. In New York, yeah, they plan to rake in all the money. All the they dough. said they said the, the the it's an amazing amount of money. I don't know what the number is that is now being gambled online. Um, crazy. I'll tell you, and what. you can bet on a- anything. You can I bet mean, in the middle of the game. So many bets, Howard. You can bet in the, if 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 you were watching the Miami game, and Miami was beating New England seventeen to three. You can bet on that the game that Miami that uh, New England might come back. Wow. You know, uh, 
this idea that JD is a Bengals fan and and John is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan is so fucking repulsive to me. I am a you know when a when a town like New York has been so good to me. And John, you you know you you make your living in New York. You live in New York. JD, same as you. You were such a fucking loser before you moved to New York and met me. You you should be crying like they do for Bob Saget for me. And I'm not even dead yet. I will. But, you better you don't know cry. If, I'm if you don't cry, if I don't see you crying like Ralph just cried for Bob Saget. And that fucking very, Ralph, if you believe cry. me, if I wasn't alive, Ralph wouldn't be alive. He better cry when I'm gone. <laughs> In fact, uh, uh, it's outrageous. But I'll tell you this. You two guys are crazy. And now I heard the ultimate craziness. Ronnie is becoming a Las Vegas Raiders fan. Um, now that he well, lives in Las Vegas, for two yeah, he's doing... supposed to be a fan of the town that you live in. Ah, uh, come on! This was a guy who was in New York, <laughs> uh, you know fucking what? whole life. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't even make sense. That's crazy. Well, actually, the Raiders are facing the Bengals this week uh, yeah. in the first playoff game. So, fuck the Raiders. Sorry, Ron. You're a, you're now a Mr. Las Vegas. Uh, you're, you're the Raiders uh, fan, Ronnie. Yes. Uh, I was never a football fan to begin what? with. Right, I know that. I never followed the Jets. I never followed the, followed the Giants. I don't know. There's something about this team here. Oh, boy. They, they're, they're just, like, <laughs> always down, and there's all kinds of shit going on with their players and crap. But and their yet, coach? when they get in these games, like, I don't know if you ever watched any of their games. It's no. Like they come back from nothing, and all of a sudden they win. So it's like a really cool story, and uh, I'm, I'm watching the games. I'm learning, well, I'm learning well, about they, football. They, they've had a lot of adversity this year. They lost their coach in the middle of the season because they found a bunch of racist tweets, so he had to resign. So they've been dealing with a lot of shit. And what do you guys know. think? What do you guys think? Oh, he resigned over racist tweets? Yeah. Uh, emails. What, emails. what a dummy. What, listen, you were lucky enough to get a job in the NFL. What are you busy with racist tweets? Keep that yeah, shit to yourself. Yeah, why are you writing? Yeah, Go here's the argument. Coach. You know, I know racists. You never catch them in, in written racism. Most of them can't even write. Right. They, they come up to you and they tell you know, hey, blah 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 blah, the N word or the Jew. Or this, you know, they 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 don't they don't they don't put it in writing. <laughs> Fucking morons. Um, Hitler, you never could find anything in writing. Always had to talk to the guy directly. <laughs> He's like, ah, I didn't do anything to Jews. Now. Uh, what do you guys think of what I'm saying? That what would be the ultimate matchup for television? I still think it would be Brady going up against Belichick. Am I correct I so. in this thought? I believe yes. so. I think that's the that's a story that's that people will write about right? all the, all day yeah. long. Uh, right. I think you're incorrect. Just just for the record. But you're really? from Buffalo. What's going to get a bit? What's going to get a bigger audience than that? Uh, well, bigger audience. I mean, you want bigger audience, or do you want a great game? Well, that's we bigger were audience. Bigger Flash audience. Bigger audience. The TV. TV wants big. NFL wants biggest audience they can get. Yeah. Every, everyone knows Tom Brady for Christ's sake. They so. want. And Brady, I'll tell you what. I want to see Brady up against Belichick. I love that. Well, you know, Howard, it, it, it's the story of my life. When I, you know, when I would get fired from a radio station, I'd say, "Fuck you, man." You just made the biggest mistake of your life, and I go on the other radio station. Do you see what I mean? It's a good well, story. Well, you know, what's interesting is that it was always like, who needs who? Does Belichick need Brady, or does Brady need Belichick? There you go, and I'd say to those assholes at NBC, all your money, I said to them when they fired me, 
your, your radio station is going to go, when you're going to be forced to sell the radio station, it's going to be valued at a third of what it was when I was there. And sure enough, then the day came, they sold it for pennies on the dollar. And I was like, ah, you motherfuckers. Who needed who? Who needed who? <laughs> but you know what, Howard? If Belichick gets back to the Super Bowl, that's a huge story because everybody right. said when Brady left, it was over. It was done. And he managed to get this team relevant right. again very quickly. I think it would be good. Clearly. Howard, an appetizer for you would be, you talked about Green Bay. They're the number one seed. That's Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback. Right. So Brady's going to have to beat Aaron Rodgers if the seeds hold in order to get Let to the Super Bowl. Let go. Come on. So that'll <laughs> be do don't we hate, and don't we hate Aaron Rodgers? I forget Aaron why. Aaron Rodgers was the one who lied about his vaccine status. That mother, thank you, Robin. That motherfucker. <laughs> I hope Brady kicks his ass. That would be a good rivalry. I mean, my God. I always wonder about you, John. You see everything on TV. You really must spend a tremendous amount of time watching television. Howard, I'll tell you the truth. I watch a lot of sports on TV, and I do watch a lot of shows, but everyone else in this room right now watches more television than I do. <laughs> Gary, you're, 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 you're out of your mind. That's insane. It's totally true. It is totally true. You guys watch me? Oh, you're more delusional. You're delusional as Ronnie when he thinks that Mike messed with his bagel. <laughs> I'm telling you, look, I don't know Dude. if Mike messed with the bagel, but I will say you guys watch more than I do at this point. I sure. bet if I, I came over to that house of yours, your your ass would be fused to the couch like uh, Walter Hudson was when they carried him out. <laughs> I don't even believe indentation. you. There's definitely I mean, an indentation. This guy, <laughs> there isn't a show he hasn't seen. If I bring up any show, he's seen it yeah. and he watches every sport. I mean, John is a watcher. He loves to watch. How is your vision? I hope it's good because you love to watch. It's pretty good. I wear glasses yeah. just because I was watching so much. I needed the the glasses to help. But uh, right, and I read a lot of subtitles too while watching TV, so it helps for sure. Did you watch the college I. championship last night? I watched some of it. I didn't see all of it. Uh, Four hours. Happy. Yeah, I had Georgia, so uh, stayed on a roll with the betting. And uh, they, uh, <laughs> they how much money? Uh, let me be personal for a second, if you don't mind answering. How much money do you put on Georgia last night? I put 50 bucks on Georgia. Oh, 50. All right. So you're not out of yeah, control. You're not crazy but, but hold no, on a second. No, no. Hold, hold on a second. John, tell, <laughs> why don't you tell us what your bets were on Sunday? Tell us what all your bets. On not the Sunday? money, just what they were. I had the Steelers over the Ravens getting three and a half. I had the, I'm trying to remember all the games now. I had, I had about five bets over the, the weekend. Uh, Steelers, JD, why are you shaking uh, your head? I, I just know he loves to bet a lot. Uh, and uh, He's surprised me. John seems, yeah, John I mean, seems well, like a logical that, guy. Yeah. I mean, he's big with the betting. Howard, it made so much sense. Washington giving six and a half against the Giants because they had no offense. That was an easy <laughs> one. Right. Uh, I parlayed that, them and the Steelers together. So Whatever that means. Won, it means both bets have to hit for you to collect. So if the wow. Steelers didn't hit, then I would lose the whole bet. So It's like when you go to the track, you can parlay, you know. Yeah, but I never understood those terms. You think I know what a, an exacto or a trifecta is? No, I you know what it is. To do with my life. You better know what a trifecta is because you hit it, honey. You got three of the hottest guys I... in radio right now talking to you. <laughs> I can tell uh, you what a triple key is, Robin. There's a lot of different. Oh my god! <laughs> you need so to tell me the rest how... of your bets. Yeah. Well, um, I had the 49ers getting four and a half. They covered. I had uh, Dallas the day before. I lost on the Chiefs, who the Steelers are playing in the first round because the Chiefs never cover, which was my mistake. 
And I had the I had Georgia last night over Alabama. So wow. that's pretty much it. I'm not the only one here, by the way. There are others who. Uh, oh, like, no, I know. Sure. Yeah, gambling yeah. is an epidemic. But Howard, if I can, I I want to congratulate JD on the Bengals and their success. You're an asshole. And they're gonna you are reverse jinxing. They're gonna like do. An they're gonna right be now. so great against the Raiders on oh, Sunday. I'm sorry, so Ronnie, but man, that Bengal bandwagon. You know, you should jump on right now because you know what? You did this awesome. once already. You did it once already, and uh, it didn't work. So. Uh... But so hey, JD accuses me of this. He does it to me. No, so I don't. Much. I am genuine. I am genuine when I fucking text you. Yeah, you're genuine. <laughs> he goes, he goes, Oh, good luck to the Steelers today. Bang. That's it. They, they lost. I know it immediately. Oh, well, stop. He throws it. out the jinx way before I do. Howard, well, Howard, John almost had his heart broken the other night. I was watching this thing. So John and I are talking on Sunday. Steelers back into the playoffs. The only way the Steelers don't get into the playoffs is the late game that night is the Raiders. Versus the Chargers. And if they tie, then they both get in and Steelers are out. John goes, there's no way they're going to tie. It's ridiculous. Do you know that um, the Raiders kicked a field goal with nothing on the clock in overtime? If they'd have missed a field goal, the game would have been tied. The Steelers would have been out. John's like, no way. No way that's going to happen. It almost happened. You would have yep. broke shit, right, John? Backed into the playoffs. Yeah, that that would have. It, it would not have been a fun time to be in the high house. <laughs> well, Joe, what is the answer again so we can sum this up? You say the ultimate the matchup is, will be, yeah. Yeah, the, the ultimate would be Tampa Bay versus the Bills. Uh, New England Patriots ruled the roost in the AFC. Uh, Bills always played second fiddle to them for so long. So a matchup of really Tom Brady versus the Bills in the Super Bowl, that's what I want to see. Go Bills. All right. There By it way, is. Bills, so, fa- Bills fans are the craziest fans. They, they call themselves literally a mafia. They're Bills mafia. They spend their time slamming each other f- through fucking tables before every game. They are <laughs> it, the, the, the only thing I know about the Bills, aside from OJ coming from there, uh, is that, um, you know, Bon Jovi tried to buy the Bills, John Bon Jovi. And I happen to know about this. And there's some, now, now this is true. At the time, I said to John, are you fucking crazy? Because he was putting all the money he had in the world into buying the bills with a bunch of other dudes. He goes, I don't care. I'm a football fan. I want to own a team in the NFL. I said, you're putting up all your money, every dime I'm putting into this thing. I go, what if something happens? You know, uh, brain injuries, this and that. The other. What if but the football goes away? It's not going away. I love football. Well, he was bidding on the bills. Against Trump, put together a, a, a bunch of dudes who had, I don't even think they had a legit offer. I don't know what their story was there. But they had some other guys, too, who were all bidding on the bills, to buy the bills. John said at the time, this whole thing started up in Buffalo, that John was buying the team and he was going to move the team out of Buffalo. Uh, and John was so perplexed. He, I spoke to him personally. He goes, I don't know where this is coming from. My family and I are already looking at, at homes in Buffalo. We are going to live in Buffalo. I'm going to live and breathe that team. And I think it'd be good for the NFL to have a guy like me uh, in there. I'm, I'm really passionate about it. I go, why is this, why is this happening to you? Why are all the Bills fans completely uh, mad at you? They were burning his records and doing all this shit on the radio. He says, somebody's got it in for me. They started this big fucking rumor in a, in a way, in an organized way, that I'm moving the team. He goes, it's not true. I don't know how to prove it. Well, to this day, I think John thinks it was Trump. Trump uh, yeah. said that 
Trump started the rumor that John was, and the people in Buffalo turned against John. And Trump didn't get the team. John and didn't, get, John the didn't team. get the team. Yeah. Some other guy got the team. And that's a story. But can you imagine that he send, starting a rumor? Fucking crazy. Hey, that's business, don't you think? Now, I do know that OJ went to a Bills game earlier this year, and they should have thrown him right out of the fucking building. They should have. <laughs> well, they can't. <laughs> yes, they can. For OJ, you can. <laughs> they can't because he's the most famous Bill. Well, then the st- the fans should have stood there the whole game and booed him. Am I right, Joe? Come on. He should have. I hope he had a good time. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. They should have booed him the whole time. Get the fuck out. Boo, boo. But uh, people don't care. There's no honor anymore. It's over. I told you. Nope. All right, Joe. Thank you. There's my football round. Right. Did you see all the coaches that got fired yesterday? They're calling it Black Monday. I think Black Monday. Six teams, nine teams to find their coaches. It's amazing. Black Monday. Everybody was saying, well, where are the, uh, anybody heard from the Giants yet? But they fired the general manager. Britney Spears got free. What does that mean? Her father, with for some reason, this Britney Spears, they deemed her crazy. Somebody did. I guess because she was shaving her head. Like no one, like well, she did O'Connor. a bunch of things. She shaved her head. She got out of a car, and she wasn't wearing any underwear. And yeah, you know, no one's done that shot. before. And then she married some guy in Vegas yeah. after right. knowing him for like that evening or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing Frank Sinatra hasn't done. So I, I sit there, and you know, evidently her father took over her finances and became a conservator. That's what they call it. Well, and it wasn't only point, her finances, it was her uh, life. She said it was so bad. In other words, the idea was that she was so mentally incompetent that she couldn't run her own affairs. Now, here's a woman who makes a lot of money. So there was a lot of money involved. Normally, people don't give a shit, but she had so much money. And she said it was really bad. So finally, after years and years of suffering through this father, who she evidently said wasn't even that much in her life. Right. Uh, you know, uh, finally the court agreed with her. She should be able to run her own affairs. And now she is free. Now, I, I was looking on Instagram because the guy showed me. Being free so far, at least from Instagram, is to be almost naked, from what I can tell, and to do, like, really weird dances when you're almost naked. <laughs> and uh, this kind of freedom... You know, it's fantastic. It's hard fought. Yeah. There were three different ass shots of her in a thong and, and titty shots with a little star over the nips and over the uh, vagina. She loves being naked now that she's free. Well, and, when your dad um, is around the house all the time, I don't think you're doing that. She said it was so bad. Now, if you want to believe this, I read an article that Gary sent me that she... It was so bad, this conservatorship, that they decided that she should be in therapy. The father got a therapist. She was doing therapy 10 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, it's unbelievable. When does she have time to rehearse? 
<laughs> she said, I rehearse. She said <laughs> things were so bad. If she wanted to buy gum, chewing gum, she had to ask her father. If you can imagine. So, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty fucking bad. What else did she say? She said phone privileges. She couldn't get a phone unless her father approved it. And she now, could you know, lose her phone privileges. You know, if she was bad, they'd take her phone away. They put a camera in her room and uh, watched her. And she said um, even um, they forced her to wear an IUD, you know, for birth control. They didn't want her having another baby. This is what she's claiming. But uh, the freedom has come. I guess the IUD is out. And she is naked. It she was out good. when she did one of those dances. You know, that was like... Yeah, I think it fell out. <laughs> <laughs> but evidently clothes were holding her back. Because now they're off. That's and she right. looks good. Listen, she's a very beautiful woman, but... Uh, she's a dancer. She's always dancing, yeah. I guess. Every post is in a skimpy outfit or almost naked. And sometimes she's singing and sometimes she's dancing. Uh, actually, I was surprised. There was one post. I got I got a clip of it. She was vocalizing in her bathroom. This is her, 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 her warm-up. And I'll tell you... I didn't even know if she sang anymore because every time I see her on TV, she's singing to a track. But uh, she she was vocalizing. Like, <laughs> that's her. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. Like me vocalizing. No, it's no. a little, a little bit. Better, you have a similar better. sound. <laughs> well, I was impressed with this. Actually, <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Sounds like a Rebbitson. Yeah, my But that was that, and then um. She even went on Instagram and acted out what her therapy sessions were like. Ooh, let me yeah. hear. She performed a skit. Uh, this is her forced therapy session. I think we need to figure some things out. Um, are you breathing well? Are you eating well? Are you okay daily? And what time do you go to sleep at night? Because I'm here to help you. Okay? Um, that's key number one. I'm here to help you. Balls. Holy shit, fuck balls. Whoa, girl, fuck. Wow. Oh my god. Uh. Holy shit, wow, fucking balls, eh? Yeah. Holy shit, balls. I don't know what's what? going on there, but that's her therapy. When session. did the therapy stopped and we went yeah. somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or was that it? But here was my point. There were a lot of dudes running around. Do I think something's going on with Britney Spears? Probably. But you know what? Most people have something going on. A lot of dudes run around. They act more wild than Britney Spears, and nobody uh, runs a conservatorship Dude. on them. It was like, uh, this little girl needs her daddy. Look, many years ago, I forced Robin to wear an IUD. It was only for a couple of years. I didn't need her getting pregnant. I, You know, our careers were, were, were well, they were volatile. <laughs> Quite frankly, if she was home with a baby, I don't think things would have, have gone well. So it was good. How many years did I force you to wear an IUD? Seven, maybe? I think it was about ten. It was ten. About good, good ten years. 
and I checked her every day. <laughs> it's still there. And I had a, I had a, I had to put my penis in her just to see if I could feel it. I need a cock. But uh, yeah, my parents try to uh, be my conservator. Dad, can I have some gum? No, no gum. What are you with gum? It's bad for your teeth and all that chewing. That's right. No gum for you. What about a phone? No. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ben. What? Howard was posting selfies of his ass on media. <laughs> He's naked. <laughs> He's naked. He's a mom. <laughs> you will go into court-appointed therapy. <laughs> hey, I can't imagine, like, the humiliation of having my parents in charge, you know, of me. We know how it isn't acting responsibly. I don't want him picking his own mate. Who's going to fuck him? That's true. <laughs> Something you don't have to worry about. <laughs> I guess you guys don't have to worry about who I'm fucking. Uh, no problem. You need constant supervision. Yeah, my parents would be good conservators because God knows they have the answer to everything when it comes to me. And they would hover. They would take the job seriously. Oh, yeah. We are taking the job seriously. <laughs> Absolutely. After all, with your long hair and the fart man, you're acting irresponsibly. Who does that? It's not real. It's not funny. I thought it was funny. You're a danger to yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a danger to myself. Oh, it would be a nightmare. I feel Britney Spears' pain. I do. I mean, I, I do not. I, I left my house at 18, and I didn't want to answer to those two. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? When Howard was a little boy, he would chew on the furniture in his room. <laughs> That's right. He had no respect for his furniture. We didn't have a lot of money. And I walked into his room. And he, there's these marks on the furniture. And I said to Howard, what is this? And he, at first, he didn't say anything. Well, we kept on saying, what did you do? How did these marks get there? And he told me, ah, he says he's eating the furniture. Who eats furniture? And he told us he's going to be on the radio. But he can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think eating the furniture was all about? Now that I, I brought it up in therapy, I, I think I was such an angry kid that I wanted yeah. to destroy my room. Ah. And in a way, all right, you want me to get heavy? Yeah. I was hungry. I was hungry for love. So you're going to eat? I mean, wood? literally eat the eat wood. I didn't really eat the wood. I would take my teeth and dig it into the wood. Just and the wood was soft that I could and I gnaw it on it. Make and, marks, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could just imagine the judge. 
Tell us why you think Howard needs a conservator. Yorana, he jerks off to Gilligan's Island. He, <laughs> he abuses our television. He waits till we leave the house. Howard, is that true? Yes. Yes, I jerked off to Gilligan's Island. <laughs> my parents had a new remote, and I wanted to try it. I laid on their bed. But I, but in my defense, I was so young, I didn't know what it mean, meant to, to orgasm, so I peed on their bed. <laughs> he peed on our bed. That's right. He peed on our bed. <laughs> Conservatorship granted. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I thought urine. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Thank God my parents didn't bring me to court because <laughs> they would have won. I, I, I didn't understand what coming was, so I, Your Honor, please just give me one second to explain. So I thought urine was, was orgasming, so I peed. <laughs> he peed, and who does that? It was terrible, and he leaves grit in his underwear. My parents had a list of things against me, I'm pretty sure, you know. The yeah, fact that yeah, I, I think they could have gotten you Yeah, he does, locked up. He does. Your Honor, he does not order properly in a restaurant. He orders his <laughs> entree before the appetizer. Conservatorship granted. <laughs> no. Many times at night when I come home from work, he would ask me about my day to torture me. <laughs> Conservatorship granted. Well, one way to look at it is if they had done that, it would have been because they wanted to be around you. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they didn't even consider it. <laughs> the free Howard movement never took off. <laughs> um, one day, my husband, Yorana, took um, my son into work with him, and he did not fold the New York Times properly. That's right. Well, anyway, yeah, there it is. Britney Spears is free, and she's mostly naked, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. How, well, I hope could, she's happy. It's how could that, you know she's not real happy with anybody in that family of her. How could how could my son run his own affairs? He wears dirty, filthy sneakers in the house. <laughs> they look like rags. He doesn't cut his toenails. Yeah. yeah. He, we took him to karate and he had long nails. The teacher said that he needed to cut his nails. They were like weapons. I'm a ninja. Imagine I'm a superhero with my long toenails. I cut people. I kill people with my toenails. He's toenail man. Beth cuts my toenails. It was embarrassing. You know, I want to cut my own toenails, but I do such a bad job that my... Like if my feet hurt when I cut my own toenails, I either I cut them raggedy and then they and then they, they split, and I don't do a good job at cutting my own toenails. They're so far away, uh -huh. I'm so tall, and I'm not limber, so it's like I'm when I have to do it, I'm like I can barely see them. <laughs> so I always say to Beth every time I go, "Honey, would you mind cutting my?" I know I'm embarrassed, and then she goes, "No, I'm happy to do it for you," but then she humiliates me during it. What do you mean? Like on the, the other day, she was cutting my toenails, and she goes, why did you let them get so long? <laughs> and I go, because it's embarrassing that I don't cut my own toenails. Even my psychiatrist said I should be cutting my own toenails, that I, I got to learn to do things for myself. I go, but I can't. I do a bad job, and it hurts. I she goes, come on. I think sailed, Mr. Psychiatrist. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should learn how to do things. <laughs> I even said, I'm not doing anything for myself. <laughs> I like being taken care of. I like being maintained.
<laughs> but um, yeah, so she was cutting them, and then she goes, "Your nails have gotten so long." And she goes, "Then she then she started saying that she did. She saw some like I'm a very clean guy. I shower every day. I wash my feet. I do everything." She goes, "Oh my God, I can see there's like some dirt underneath your your big nail." Oh. I go, yeah. And she goes, and then if I, it's going to smell. I mean, she goes, my hands smell from, because I'm going to cut oh it and then, the, then it's going to fall out and I'm going to smell. I go, first of all, I don't see any green, dirty dirt but <laughs> underneath my toenail. I said, and if there is a little bit of something, it's because I let my toenails get so long because I feel bad you have to cut them. And and I said, and, and, and if there is a little something, why do you have to tell me it smells? She goes, well, my hands are going to smell. From when that, that thing falls out and I'm going to have to touch it. She was like toenail shaming me. Oh, my goodness. I wish she'd come down and talk about it. Well, maybe she should wear some gloves. That's what <laughs> I said. Protect herself from you. Nothing. Shame. Nothing. There was, no, her, there was no smell on her Shame. hand from the little <laughs> tiny, maybe little bit of dirt Shame. that had gotten under the toenail. Uh. And oh, my God. I don't even know what her point was. I, I was like, are you saying I smell or something? Because I don't. But I think she thinks I smell. Well, your feet smell. Now, you no, they know. don't. You told no. us about some shoes you had. Look, let, I was wearing shoes without socks. And your feet sweat. And they stunk to high heaven. That's true. <laughs> and I stopped that. I now wear socks. You never see me without socks now. All right. And there's no smell. So use that. I am clean. <laughs> I really am. Everything about me, my asshole, everything. Squeaky clean well, back there. Beth um, does your nails, I shower. why don't you give yourself a little foot bath? I do. I get in the shower. I scrub my feet down. I make the toenails soft with the hot water. Oh, I, I Robin, I'm so considerate. All right. Stop it. <laughs> I'm like Bob Saget when it comes to my toenails. I'm good to everyone. Stop it. I mean, if you if you pulled down my pants and stuck your finger in my asshole right now, Robin, oh. I don't think you'd have much smell. I really don't think you would. Now that's pushing it, I think. No, I wish you were right here right now, and I would have you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally pull down my pants and ask you to do that. I don't think that area <laughs> comes without a smell. <laughs> No, nope, I'm telling you, I'm very clean. I wish she'd come down and talk about the toenail shaming I got. <laughs> Maybe she was just playing with you. Shame. Should I ask her to come down or fuck it? Shame. Well, it's up to you. I mean, are you, you, you're firmly out of the doghouse from your previous. Eh, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> It would just be funny to hear. I don't know or, if she'd uh, say it on, on radio. Or nah, she'll be honest. This is. Whatever huh? this is. is this, <laughs> if it's coming from your basement, can it be radio? <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. All right. Anyway, I got to take a break. When we come back, there's a lot of fun we can have. I can play a tape of Tan Mom firing people. You're like, what? Yeah, Tan Mom fired people. Who do you have to fire? I'll, I'll give you the whole thing, or I can do a tribute to Wolfie's grandma who died. You remember Whoopi? Oh, Whoopi. You remember Wolfie's grandma? Absolutely. His racist she was great. grandma? His racist grandma. She was great radio. Now that she's dead, I'm like, oh, fuck. We should have called her more. 
more. Yeah. I'm going to do well, the tribute was, right Who now. dropped the ball there? What do you think? She's going to last forever? <laughs> I'm going to do the tribute right after the break. Because, you know, okay. I, I, people probably don't remember Wolfie's grandma. But she yeah. generated a lot of mail. When she was on, she was great. <laughs> Uh, yes, she was racist, but uh, never in writing, only uh, verbally. <laughs> only in an interview. When I was a kid, I would sometimes watch I Love Lucy, but I didn't really like Lucy. I know it was I Love Lucy, but I didn't love Lucy. I was like, yeah, I don't think she's that funny. But I mean, that was just me. I mean, the world loved Lucy, but I'd watch those reruns. I Love Lucy. I wasn't alive when they, they originally aired, but, you know. As a kid, they were on TV all the time. There weren't that many channels, for like three channels, and Lucy would always be on one of them. And so you were kind of forced to watch it if there was nothing else to watch. You'd watch Lucy. And I love Lucy. Oh, fuck it. I mean, I was more into Ricky, Ricky Ricardo. I was fascinated by him. He comes over to this country right away. He's playing in these clubs. Like, where are these clubs? Who's going to these clubs? How yeah, do you get Lucy? I, I never saw a club like the one Ricky worked in. Yeah, and I was like, who the fuck would marry Lucy? Like, um, she was like a child on that show. I mean, she was like a, like just always getting into trouble and stupid fucking schemes. And it was really a weird show. Like, Ricky was almost like her father. Like, he'd fuck her, and they'd have babies and stuff together, but... Well, you like, weren't sure. Remember, they had those double, those twin beds, and there was a nightstand between them. <laughs> yeah, but, like, Lucy would, like, like she'd go... Ricky, where I want um I want to buy a new dress, and then Ricky would go, "Honey, we don't have the money for that. You're not getting a new dress. That's it. I, I'm putting my foot down." And it'd be like, "Whoa!" And and like Lucy had a scheme for the whole show: how to get some money, or try to outwit Ricky, or, or nag be, him, or be in the show. You know, she always wanted yeah. everything that she her husband said she couldn't have. I remember one show, like, Ricky spanked Lucy, like, put her over his knee and spanked yeah. her because she was bad. <laughs> like, this, this shit wouldn't fly on TV now. But I Ricky know, I was... watched that show, too, and I was like, oh, my God, they're <laughs> they're beating Lucy, and yeah. later well, that she day, was... she's rubbing her butt when she tries to sit down because it still hurts. Ah, Ricky, <laughs> you hurt me. <laughs> I was I supposed to do, Lucy? You don't listen. About Ricky beating her. You never shut up. <laughs> like Fred and Ethel had more of a sort of, uh, you know, let's say fifty-fifty relationship. But Lucy was treated like an absolute, like like she, her, like Ricky was her conservator. So it reminded me yeah. of Britney Spears, and then. She when wasn't the Lucy capable show, of taking care of herself. Yeah, and the weird thing is that was the major theme of Lucy, like. Lucy, the I Love Lucy went off the air at some point. And then they, they wanted to bring Lucy back to TV because she was such a big star. And she was no longer married to Ricky in real life. So they brought back the Lucy show, you know. And what was the theme of the Lucy show? Lucy was a single woman, but she had no control over her own money. There was a guy named Mr. Mooney who ran the bank. And Mr. Mooney yeah, was her conservative. She was, a, she was a widow, I guess. Yeah. Like, and instead of, like, getting to handle her own money, and she at this point on the show was, like, in her 50s. She was an old, you know, she already, her voice had lowered to that of a man. Like, she was like, oh, I'm Lucy. Like, Mr. she didn't even Moody. have a feminine. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be, Mr. <laughs> Mooney, wow, I want my money. And and, and the, the every week, Lucy was basically scheming how to get an advance on her money from Mr. Mooney. 
or she wanted to go on a vacation or she wanted to buy something. And she go, and, and Mr. Mooney was like, yes. <laughs> and and uh, she's like, uh, Mr. Mooney, I want uh, I want a, t- a new TV. And he'd be like, no, your allowance is two hundred dollars uh, a month. And that's all you get. Not a dime more. But it was Lucy's money. And I was like, holy shit, when I saw the whole Britney Spears rundown, how she couldn't even buy gum without her dad's permission, I go, she's Lucy. And her dad's Mr. Mooney. And I never really explained why Lucy was so fu- was deemed mentally incompetent that she couldn't yeah, fucking handle it. Yeah, she had a it. job in some of these situations. And <laughs> yeah. All but she still had to go and get permission for everything. She was a grown-ass woman. What was she doing? Maybe like raising a, kids, like and people left the kids with her. If she was so incompetent, why did they do that? Lucy was like a slow adult. <laughs> I guess she used to masturbate at the table like that Kennedy gal they lobotomized. She should have been in a group home, is what she yeah. <laughs> well, I know women weren't allowed to open. Was watching her. Women weren't allowed to open their own bank accounts till the 1960s. For real, yeah. I'm not bullshitting you. You needed a man to co-sign for you, but man, oh man. And no one questioned Lucy and Mr. Mooney, but it was weird. But I never liked Lucy. And oh, I remember I saw her, she was I saw her on I saw her on Johnny Carson a couple of times and when she was being the real Lucy, Lucille Ball. And I don't know, she was like weird. She very angry. She'd come on with a very angry persona and I don't know what she was so angry about. <laughs> you know. But I don't know what it was. Like, the this TV show never explained why Lucy had to go to this cat, Mr. Mooney, and get her money. And um, and also like, why was, Ricky was married to such a stupid woman that he yeah. constantly tell what to well, do. Well, Lucy, you don't like. know this, uh, Robin, but Lucy paints with her own feces. <laughs> and we deemed her mentally incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> She's not even allowed to be alone with little Ricky. <laughs> I dug Desi Arnaz, though. He was cool. I, I, you know, aside from spanking Lucy, <laughs> Lucy, I saw a um, Nicole Kidman who ended up looking like Lucy. I saw the commercial on Netflix. She looks like uh, Lucy. I haven't watched the movie yet, but she does. Yeah. She looks like Lucy. You know, why I haven't watched the movie because nobody gives a shit. I don't want to watch. Well, I don't want to see Javier Bardem trying to be Ricky. I don't want to see any of it. Uh, if. If it was a story about why Lucy couldn't manage her own money to Mr. Mooney, then I then I'd be fascinated. But I don't give you know I don't love Lucy. That's the bottom line. I did love Lucy. Lucy was great. I don't even like the name Lucy. <laughs> Lucy had like five TV shows, none of which I watched. It was I Love Lucy. Then it was the Lucy Desi Comedy Hour. And then the Lucy Show. Yeah, they tried to get. After the divorce, they still tried to keep that thing going. Oh, yeah. Here's Lucy. And then Life with Lucy. Life with Lucy was the one, I think, where she had to go to the banker and get her money. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let me do the tribute to Wolfie. Oh, let me talk to Ask Napkin Ed. He says he has an issue. What's your issue, Ask Napkin Ed, in New York? Go ahead. How are, um, what I want to say is uh, my penis swelled up. What? Are you high? It's like the size of an Italian sausage. Ed, are you high? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could. Uh, heroin? No, no, no. I, I, you know, I don't do that stuff no more. Oh, okay. But, what do you do? Because this oh, sounds pretty high. How? How does it work? Like, He's like he's like Mr. Mooney. Just ignored your question. Um, (laughs) Let let a man ask it, Robin. Um, Ed, yeah. What are you on? If it's it's, because it sounds pretty intense. Well, I mean, it's. uh, I mean, it's swelled up. You know. No, 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 no. I mean, evidently, you won't answer a question from a man either. (laughs) Uh, Wolfie, you said that um, Ed's been pretty high lately. Wolfie's been in touch with him. I see. I'll get to your yeah. penis in a minute. Uh, what's up, Wolfie? Hey, man. Yeah, pretty much every time I talk to Ed, he's he's drunk, and it's it's usually nine or ten o'clock in the morning. So I, right. I don't know what he's been up to lately, but he's he's high a lot. Well, I mean, I mean, I well, I like drinking, you know. So, Ed, what were you drinking that you saw so, you because you sound particularly Drunk. Believe it or not, Howard, it's only beer. Wow. I don't believe remember, it. Beer can remember do this you. To you. <laughs> Beer's, you know, beer should be outlawed. Fuck <laughs> yeah, this man. Beer's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. No, and remember, you, it used to be like, um. Let me get to your problem. Let me get to your problem. You say your penis is swollen uh, enormously. What were you doing? Yeah, like an Italian sausage. What what were you doing to? Were you m- manipulating it in a weird way? Were you? Uh, yeah. What were you up to? What did you do? I, I suspect you would know why your penis is swollen. Well, that's why I'm asking you. I, I well, don't well know. my pe- my penis has been swollen, but it's called an erection. That's what happened. <laughs> no, no, no. You're getting the wrong point. It's um like. Like um, like a sausage. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> Italian sausage. <laughs> Italian sausage. Not any sausage. You're not I describing. Like- you're saying the same thing over. In other words, it's 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 super engorged. Yeah. Howard, I know like like male porn stars. They they inject something into their penis and then it, it grows big. And then sometimes the blood doesn't flow back out. It sounds like something like that is happening. Really? How, like how I, swollen I, is your penis? Like, saying, not that though. It's jeez, uh, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, it's a, uh, it's like a, like a, like an Italian sausage. <laughs> yeah, like. A, <laughs> Can you take a picture of it? Can you smack it against the phone oh, so I can yeah. hear it? <laughs> yeah, Robin wants to see a picture of it. <laughs> who are you there with? Who, uh, who am I here with? Yeah. Why would you say that? Because you said Robin wants a picture of it. I thought you were talking to someone. Me? No, oh. I mean her. <laughs> <laughs> you know... An Italian or Polish sausage. Listen, thing. there could be, a, yeah. You say it's as big as an Italian or Polish sausage, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, which is it? An Italian sausage or Polish sausage? I don't know. What, what difference does it make? I mean, 
I knew a guy. Be. His cock was so swollen, like a like an Italian sausage. He roasted it with peppers and uh, <laughs> ate it. You know, I'll tell you oh, something, Ed. It's hard to say what's going on. Um, for example, one of the guys who writes for this show, whose name shall remain nameless, his oh, balls, his ball, his balls swelled up big. Um, because uh, he had COVID. Believe it or not, it was a result oh, of really? COVID. Yeah, like weird shit happens oh. when you get this COVID. And uh, Howard, we all right, go ahead. And I know Ass Napkin Ed isn't vaccinated. At least the last time I checked. Yeah, we, so you think he you might? You and have... I have an agreement not to talk about that stuff. But I don't have we an do. Agreement. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't Howard, have he, an he agreement. He has all sorts of secret agreements with you. He he dreams about you. There, there's a lot. He focuses on you a lot. Should I be worried? Uh, no, I don't. I don't worry about Ed like that. But he 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 does think about you a lot. Like you send him secret signals. That there's oh, there's boy. a lot of conversations about that. Oh, here, I didn't know Howard, I was gone so down wealthy. that road. Why does that? Howard, I was so wealthy. Why don't you ever have a guest host? Why would I do that? No one wants to hear that. It's all bullshit. <laughs> what do you mean no one wants to hear that? People want to hear me. And if I'm on vacation, they no. want to hear me. Nobody's as good as me. Who's going to oh, take my they place? They don't want to hear me? No, no. nobody wants no. to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're with us. <laughs> By the way, on our phone is uh, Ass Napkin Chris, who says his penis is swollen, too. What's what's going on with your penis? Howard. Yeah. Howard. I got a problem. Yeah. I was... Um, I was watching one of them porno movies, and uh, my cock, my cock swelled up. Looks like one of them Filipino sausages now. It's real big. Hmm. You ever get that problem? Otherwise, um, Howard, um, did you know this, that you have to have your cat's anal glands cleaned? Yes, sometimes cats can get uh, a problem where their anal glands have to be drained, yeah. And and uh, occasionally Beth drains my anal glands, uh, believe it or not. How did Ed find out about it? You got a cat? Someone... <laughs> Poor What's cat. up with that? <laughs> Ed, you I don't know what cat, you want. Ed. Uh, let's hope not. Ed. No, Howard, I, I haven't talked to you oh. for a while, so I, I take notes like... Uh, you know, I take notes and shit. Oh, okay. Ed is a real confused guy. He thinks vac- the vaccine is made from abortions. He's got all these wild ideas. He's, what does he's he just, care about abortions? I don't know. He doesn't want to put anything in his body that's made from abortions. I don't know. It's a, he's a <laughs> he can put guy. every other kind of crap oh. in his body. Right. Howard, here's something yep. else I wanted to say. After age 32, <laughs> you lose an, an, an inch. Off of, you lose an inch. Of your height? Off of what? You lose an inch. Of what? Ed, Ed, Ed brought this up to me the other day. He says, after the age 32, you lose an inch every year of your life. And I said, How can that be? that's impossible. Yeah. If you live through your 90s, you'd, People you'd be would like be three inches six tall. Inches tall. You'd be Tom Thumb. <laughs> Maybe you lose an inch... 
Maybe you lose an inch from age 32 to like forever, like one inch, but not not an inch every year. Come on, Ed. Use your brain. I'm no, I'm turning 50. <laughs> yeah. And I'm how tall 50. are you? How tall how are you? How many inches have you lost? <laughs> how tall am I? Yeah. No. I'm about three, not three feet. Uh... <laughs> How tall are you? That's a simple question. No, dude. You don't know how tall you are? Oh, I am. That's a tough question for you? <laughs> how tall are you? you know how tall are you? I was measured one time, and that was in 1988. Okay, well, how tall were you? How tall were you? I, I think I was, I think I was four or five feet. I don't know. But, but, you're but only what you're claiming feet? is. I don't know. It, so you're huh? claiming, so if you're 50 now, since you were yeah. 32, you've lost 18 inches in height. That's a foot and a half. <laughs> you were Wilt Chamberlain. You should be was, three and a half feet now. He was seven foot eight when he started. I Just to play in the NBA. All right, Ed, I don't know what you're talking about with your penis. I, if it's swollen, if I was you, I'd go to a doctor. You know what I mean? Did you... Were you banging some chick and you knocked your penis into her leg or something? I don't know what you're talking about here. A bowl of sausage. What is that? Is it as big um, as a sausage? Send me a picture of your dick and I'll I'll take a look at it, all right? Yeah. Wolfie wants a picture of your dick. Well, how am I going to die? You You know, listen, dude, how am I supposed to help you if I can't see your dick? Well, I got to see what's going on. What? Howard, that's that's something I wanted to ask you. Did you ever hear your ass eaten out? Never. No one ever wanted to eat my ass. One girl wanted to stick Why? her finger in my ass, and I freaked out. I'm <laughs> very uptight sexually. I I, like no, I don't you want. Mean, mean no. you wouldn't want you wouldn't want that. Nope. No, I'd be embarrassed. I I, I would. Howard, I'd feel bad for the girl. Ed, Ed had a delivery woman that he somehow talked her into eating yeah. his ass. And as we know, Ed yep. has ass worms. So I don't know what happened to this poor girl, but she 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 broke off the relationship very quickly after that. Yeah, don't you have worms? No, I did have worms, but I don't have them no more. How'd you get rid of them? Well, I took um, baby powder. And oh, you suffocated and... <laughs> Baby powder and a hair dryer. <laughs> yeah. The what? Did you say hair dryer? Yeah. Yeah, I had a hair dryer, baby. Uh, what was it? I had a baby dryer. Uh, <laughs> no, you had baby know. powder. You had baby powder and baby a hair dryer. Powder. You have a baby dryer. Hair dryer. <laughs> I'm on the CDC website. They say that's how you get rid of them. Uh, baby, let me, baby let me powder. Say this. Sounds like Vietnam when they took a really flamethrower. <laughs> so, so you had this chick eat out your ass, and you probably had worms. Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and didn't you feel yeah. bad for her that, like, you were exposing her to worms yeah, that why I could you go on? Ask somebody to eat your ass. No, me, I'm clean. You're not clean. You have worms. Well, I had worms, but Howard. I've been wearing really tight jeans. Right. Really tight white jeans. Okay. 
I mean, it, it, I mean, it's really hot looking. <laughs> oh, really? You're hot now. <laughs> He's not a bad well, looking I, guy, I, I oddly enough. The way he sounds, you would think that's how he gets girls. I mean, he's not horrible looking. Like you, you, really? you listen I to him, and you go, "This what Ed looks like." Yeah, Ed was fairly attractive guy. You oh. even said it at the time when you saw him. I did. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, she did, and she shook <laughs> yeah. my hand. Robin shook <laughs> my hand. You didn't. No, I wouldn't Ed, touch Ed, you. I wouldn't Ed, touch Ed you with a ten foot fucking pole. Robin's a nurse. I'm not. Ed, Ed, dated a, Ed dated a pretty hot porn star for a while. He was actually kind of happening, oh. right? Yeah, yeah. And why would you wear Why would you wear super tight white jeans though? You constantly shit yourself. So why would you like do that? I don't shit myself. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's why you wear an ass napkin. You always have ass juice. No. What, what are you talking about? I wear them You're, because I don't want. To do it. Ed, you told me that recently you walked to the corner store to buy a sub and you were wearing your tight oh, white yeah. jeans and, and you shit your pants <laughs> and everybody on the street yeah. could see the, the shitty jeans. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he doesn't shit Because <laughs> he's not. In general, I don't do that. In general. It's a one off. But, I mean, the, the reason I wear the tight jeans is because, um, it shows my, I hate to say this, it shows my penis off. <laughs> mm. Well, that's smart advertising. Do you wear underwear? I, I wear underwear, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, you know what, Robin? <laughs> what? I bought used underwear at, at a garage sale. <laughs> as a what? You bought used underwear. Oh, you bought used underwear at a garage sale. You mean somebody else wore that underwear? My goodness. Well, they were they were used, so yeah. Yeah. What does it cost you? Like, how many pair do you buy, and what's the price? Um, I think I paid like a couple dollars and stuff, but I mean, they were like Tommy Haynes or something. Isn't Haynes? it when you... Tommy, no, Tommy John. You, you had Tommy Haynes, and I have Tommy John. Tommy you probably, John, Tommy Haynes, whatever. And when you buy used yeah. underwear, are there like skid marks and stuff in there? No. I, I No. Hell no. I make sure they're good. Did you wash Did he, them? Hell no. Did I wash them? Four. They would wash well, probably by... I mean, they're from a garage sale. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, 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 legally, they have to wash them. Uh, I know that one time he shit his right. pants and he threw his shitty underwear in the corner of his room. And he yeah. didn't want to throw them away because that would be wasteful. But then he wouldn't wash them either. So they just sat there for months. Oh. Yeah. Shit and this is the guy I just said, hey, you know, you shit your pants all the time. Why would you wear? I don't shit my pants. <laughs> Why do you give me that, Howard, why do you give me that accent? I'm from New York, and you give me like, some kind of Midwestern accent. Where's the ass napkin? Where's the ass napkin, Chris? She's got it down. Yeah, well, I mean, Chris, like, Chris look, ass napkin, Chris. from Midwest. Yeah, ass napkin, Chris, uh, I think, bought a pair of underwear at a garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> no, but get this, Howard. Yeah. Um, I bought underwear like um, from a garage sale, and they had 
huge, it had huge ass holes in it. Yeah, because the guy probably had worms and he probably stuck his finger. Well, I don't you know. know about all that, but I mean. Why would you buy the underwear when it was all holy? Because you wish it was what holy? Yeah, it had all these holes in it. Why would you buy it? He didn't buy it. He just saw it. You're not following. No, because they were like 99 cents or something like that. He bought them, Robin? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was buy but... one, get one free. <laughs> no. Yeah. He was, uh... Sure. Can you imagine at a garage sale buying somebody's used underwear? That is fucking nuts. Yeah. And Why is it I don't nuts? You know, because I'm not rich. You know? I'm rich. You know what? I'd splur- I'm, not, I'm not saying you have to be rich to splurge on maybe just a pair of underwear. Like, you know, like you don't want to wear somebody else's underwear. Yeah, maybe underwear. you go in there and you get some shirts and, no. and yeah. pants. But Even underwear? shoes. Dude I, got, yeah. dude, I got underwear and they was clean. And so I said... Yeah. All right, let me pick these up and. And doesn't it like know. ever go through your head? Don't you ever say to yourself, "You know, gee, I wonder who wore these." Yeah. Like, do you ever say to yourself, "Like, man, I wonder who wore these before?" And their balls and their dick and their asshole was on these, and and you know that whole excuse of yours that you you're not rich, you can afford beer, but you can't afford underwear. That's it's your priorities that are fucked up. I'd buy a new. Fresh underwear before I buy beer. And you got a point. You got a point in a way, but I mean, we. I mean, but also their underwear. I mean, I've been poor my. I'll be fifty years old. Yeah. What? I didn't. That sentence didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> He's fading. <laughs> I'll be sixty years old. Didn't you tell me he bought women's underwear and masturbated in them? Wolfie, were you the one who told me that? Yeah, you did tell me that, Ed. You you bought someone's oh, panties. Hi, honey. Jerk. I got to go. That's here. Ed, I got to go. My wife's here. Bye, Ed. No, 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 no. Stay here. No, I want to ask yeah. you something. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Ed's saying go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, oh, okay. Thanks. Hold on, Ed. I'll get right back to you. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. Yeah, Ed. No. What, are you t- what are you talking to Ed about? Ed, um, what am I talking about? He, his penis is swollen like oh, a Polish God. or Italian sausage. Sorry, I and he has ass, he has ass worms Ooh. and he had this woman eat out his ass. And I, 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 I don't even want to. Well, you asked. Okay. Yeah, oh I mean, my God. Why a, do I ask? Why do I ask? You know what? She, I come up from work. She goes, what, honey, how was work? And I go, yeah, I was talking to this guy. She goes, what'd you talk to him about? I go, yeah, you know, he was talking about his ass worms and he likes this one. And then she'll go, oh, I don't want to hear about it. And I go, but you asked me. Clean your bum. Clean your bum. I think Beth is great. Um, I was just yeah. I was just thinking about her because she she had an actual great fucking comment. I can't think of what it was, but it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's great. Fucking great. You. What did I do? You, you commented something. It was hilarious. Um, you're, you're fucking you drunk. Great. Yeah. Oh, he's drunk. Yes, he's yeah. drunk out yeah. of his mind. Uh, uh, yeah. When yeah. isn't he drunk? Uh, you're on my Instagram. I, I don't have the Instagram. I don't have. Then what was he? What comment? What's I don't he know. Talking about? I must talk about when you were on the air with us. Oh, oh, oh. oh. No, it wasn't. It was. Where just, was it, Ed? 
Ed also shit his pants recently, <laughs> and then he went to a garage sale and he bought he bought new he bought used underwear. I was like, who the <laughs> fuck would go to a garage? Go to the ninety nine cent store. They have underwear there. You know the dollar store. They're fresh. Yeah, real? I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. everything there. <laughs> I get pinched off because there was cum stains in the underwear. Come on. True. All right, Ed, I got to go. I want to talk to my wife about cutting my nails. Hold on. I mean, thank you. Oh, that's why I'm down here. Oh. I have to hang. He, he interrupts, so I can't have a conversation. Did you hang send us a picture, yeah. Ed, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, send us a picture of your cock, and we'll look it over, and I'll see what I recommend. <laughs> I hope I don't come down when that arrives. Yeah, he says his <laughs> cock, his cock is falling. So Wolfie said, hey, send us a picture. And uh, he goes, I'm not sending you a picture of my cock. Don't even think about adopting Ed. We're not bringing him into this house. <laughs> He's so really saying, it was a real quick comment. I was talking no. about how... You cut my toenails for me, and you toenail shamed me the other day because you were cutting them, and then you, I didn't even understand what you were oh, saying. I know what you're referring to. Everybody understands when I say, you know, sometimes under your toenails, when you're cutting, there's there's a little bit of dirt, and then you cut, and then that dirt comes out and it gets on your finger, and you can smell, it smells horrendous. No, it doesn't. Yeah, Mine I doesn't. I think everybody understands what I'm talking about. No, or is I it just don't. Me? It's just you. You're, no, what's it's under your nails? It's under your toenails. And I had, just taken, I had just taken a bath, and I had all my candles going. It was so fresh in my bathroom, and you came in. With your clippers. Right. And I'm like, oh, my poor bathroom. I just. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was in ba- but, It was yeah. so clean and smelled so good. And I was like, okay. And you go, well, where should we do this? And you sat down on my tub. You told me to. I know. Because right. I didn't feel like uh, going all to your area. So, right. um, so you sat down. And I'm clipping the nails, and the toenails are flying. Like one hit my window, the other one hit my shower, and I'm like, "Fuck!" And now there's gonna be toenails everywhere. I'll just do it myself. And then um, I get to that one, and it was so gnarly. And I see something greenish under there, oh, and I see? was like, "Oh God!" I had just taken a bath, and I know that smell if there's something caught under your fingernail. So I was like. Oh, did you hear me? I go, I just took a bath. Yeah, well, tell tell everyone what you said. It was very embarrassing to me, what you said to me. You what said, say? honey, uh, you go, oh, my fingers are going to smell. Yeah, I just taken a bath. That was my only problem. I wouldn't mind. Like, I clean cat poop. I clean, your, you know, vomit your, from cats all day and night. But I had just taken your, my did bath. Your fing- did your fingers smell? Well, surprisingly, no. I so knew it. I, I knew I, it. I, I clipped, but I think it, I don't think it was that green, smelly no, dirt. No, I'm I think, clean. No, it doesn't matter if you're clean. It's just no. sometimes that happens. <laughs> And it was just fuzz or something, so I was pleasantly surprised. I'm not going to... So not, how did I shame you? Well, you, you made it seem like your fingers... You made a whole big deal how your fingers were going to smell and you were all grossed out. And I'm, I know it's gross to cut yeah, my toenails. Yeah, but I'm, I, I was thinking it and I was just sharing my thoughts. You I know. To, you, we tell each other everything. Well, I'm embarrassed that I have to ask you to clip my toenails. Even my psychiatrist said that I should stop that behavior. Oh, well, before you... Um, yeah, well, we used to do it outside, you know, in the, when the weather was warm, but maybe... You want to try again doing it yourself? I, don't, I enjoy doing it. It's part you don't of our, mind? No, not at all. But don't say I'm, your, your hands are going to smell. Well, cause I'm, you know what I mean? You're, you're missing my point. It what is the point? It happens to all of us, and I didn't want to deal with that after my bath. I'll tell you one thing about me. I've been cl- cl- When I used to be able to clip my own nails before I became an infant, I got to tell you. You never smelled anything funky under no, your nails? never. Oh, come on. I'm telling you. I told Robin, I am so clean. I said, Robin... 
If you were here now, I'd tell you to put your finger up my asshole. You won't even smell anything. Talk about your stinky <laughs> slippers. Well, we did already. Away? We threw them away because you were offended. And I saw was I was embarrassed. Yeah, they were. <laughs> because you don't you understand why? Even my cat walked by and smelled it. Pebble. Oh, <laughs> you should have seen the you look on her face. <laughs> you want to know something? And I explained this to my audience and I've explained it to you. I'm not a smelly guy. No, you're not. I, I, I don't smell anything on you ever. I mean, at all. I, I would be same with you. I would be embarrassed if I smelled. And so, but I, I do get sometimes dirt under my toenails that I smell. Know. Ooh, I, thank God I'm not cutting your nails. But uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, what I am really saying is, yeah. The reason my, my my feet were all stinky was because I was trying to be one of these guys who doesn't wear socks. I was, and it was fun. But I realize if you do that, you're... no, you can do that. I actually bought you. Remember, I bought you four pairs of those exact slippers. So just do that yeah. when they start to smell. Well, no, I can I'm... even try throwing well, them in the washing machine. Well, he can rotate too. That's, you just that's don't a good wear idea. them every day. No, right, right, no, right. You right. know what I'm doing? Time to air out. Right, put them all out. And no, rotate. Robin I'm not doing that. Right, Robin. Robin is. Uh, Robin's always right. But here's the thing. <laughs> I always. Uh, I, I'm now wearing socks every time I put on my shoes. That's it. There's no more smell. That's it. It's the, I, because I don't want to be known as a smelly guy. I'm just you know? a smelly guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, around my wife, I don't want to be smelly. So I shouldn't He's be. He's not smelly no. at all. Yeah, yeah. He's so clean. Even in the mornings, your breath is yeah. not I, smelly. And you know what the trick is to that? And I tell this to my fans all the time. They're called doctor's toothpicks. Here they are right here. You know that my dental hygienist said that those actually um, wear away your gum nope. and they're not good for, well, for to use. Since those. I go to a different dentist than you because I for various reasons will I won't get into. I never use those. I just floss You're wrong. and brush several times a day. If you get these doctor's brush picks, even my dentist Do says whatever you're doing. Do they have the brushes on the end? Yep. It wears away at your gums, Robin. No, it doesn't. I'm I, telling you. My do- my doctor said, whatever I'm doing is right. He says, you have no gum disease. You know, you've got perfect uh, gums. They don't bleed. It's the massaging of these things. And I never have food in between my teeth. That's what makes you have smelly breath. You embarrassed me last, the other night. Yeah, you had an issue. piece of spinach in my tooth. Yeah, and I wanted to pull it out. I and see. I got annoyed with him, so I had forgotten about it, and I didn't take it out. And then I went upstairs <laughs> to brush my teeth, and then I was so uh, mad at you for letting me have You always it. say, tell me if I am. Um... I know, but I was embarrassed, and you, I didn't want to deal with it. And yeah. then, then hours went by, and I wanted to And she's eating spinach because uh, she has no iron. Low in iron. She's low in iron. Oh, so that's I, right. I gave her some of my spinach, like Popeye sharing with olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> what a man people are texting me and asking me what we're doing for your birthday and i said we haven't left the house in two years our routine we'll probably eat dinner at five instead of five thirty. you know what i would like what? i want to do something to you no what do you mean no you haven't heard you're it gonna yet. say something just nasty i want to prop you up on the kitchen table and do something really dirty no, to you. Not, nothing on the kitchen table okay let me think what else i want for my birthday how about? Oh, no. Did I start this conversation? <laughs> Honey, I don't know. We're going to have a nice evening. We're going to really bang, dinner. I hope. That would sure. be nice. Great. But... I don't want to do anything. You know, listen, I mean, I'm going to open up. Robin a, Robin got me a gift. I've got the box. I'm going to open that. Right. I was no, wondering that's... if you had already opened no, it. No, I didn't let waiting. him open that yet. No, oh, I'm good. waiting. And I'm, you know, I'll do that. 
And uh, you probably got me something. So I'll open that. The kids sent me something. I got a package from them. Oh, so right. I'll open them. Yeah. You have a lot of gifts to open. Yeah. Nothing makes me happier than receiving gifts. So <laughs> <laughs> that'll be good. Love presents. I do love presents. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the first my. one under the Christmas tree looking oh, for yeah. pile. <laughs> You're so funny, I though, because then you get angry at everything you open. <laughs> everything. I should oh. have recorded this year. Oh, my this year God. This year was a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did yell at me. That's so funny. But anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to do anything. All right. What can we do on my birthday? You know what I'm going to want. I'm going to want to bang you. That's it. All right. I love it. Done. Yeah. Check. Check that off the list. <laughs> That's it. And then Beth goes, what do you want for dinner on your birthday? I go, I don't know. Well, you mentioned a meal that you had yesterday. Yeah. I want Why that meal want again. That again. It was good. I'll have it again. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of any past yesterday. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't have a, a you favorite. Just ate that. You know what it is? My favorite meal is like yes. spaghetti and like turkey meatballs, for example, or spaghetti and like. Do you uh, like those eggplant meatballs? Yeah, those are all right. Oh. You know, something like that. I like, but you know, the doctor told me not to eat spaghetti anymore. So I don't do it. Once a year. You can Once a year. I'll have, maybe for my birthday, I'll eat regular spaghetti. Maybe that'll be your birthday meal. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't tell him. Because then I get a lecture. I don't think he's going to mind. Yeah. I don't even think he might. He would mind if you had that once every two weeks. Really? Yeah. Nah. He wants a bagel so badly, and he hasn't eaten a bagel in two years. Oh, I want it so bad. I want it so bad. And I called the nutritionist. I go, I, I want a bagel. She goes, well, maybe we can find something other than a bagel. Oh. Yeah. Can't have a bagel? I don't know. That's what she said. How about a uh, uh, half a bagel, a quarter of a bagel, <laughs> a bite I don't of know. a bagel? <laughs> yeah, a bite I don't of know. a bagel. Evidently, I'm teetering on on the on death's edge. <laughs> you were watching I don't understand eat why you can't eat night. so many foods. And and Beth's eating four cookies a night. Oh my god! <laughs> Big giant cookies, and I'm like, what the fuck? I realized What's the recipe with those thumb cookies, and I enlarged them. <laughs> You know what I mean? What is that? The recipe were those little thumb cookies. Yeah. But when I made them, I made them in these You made them bigger? <laughs> they were like Robin, the size of his head, and I would eat three every night. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was jealous. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. That was all. That I just Your to... toenail didn't stink. That's the end of the uh, story. Thank you. It was just the idea <laughs> that it might stink was upsetting me. She goes, oh, my hands are going to smell from your... The stuff underneath your toenail. Time catch me before my bath. Okay. okay. Well, you know that's you know what I'm going to try and figure out how to do it on my own. I'm no, gonna I bath. enjoy it. Yeah, I, I don't really know when you're do. having your bath. I mean, you know. Honey, I love taking I, care of you. I love you. I love taking care of you. If I if I did take care of you, <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> you take care of us. Yes. And you do it well. Thank you. All right, I love you. I love you. Bye. Right. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Nice. You want to sing happy birthday? No. <laughs> Charming woman. Never get tired of her. Mm-hmm. Yum, yum. You know, she does love taking care. I love letting her take care of me. It's my greatest gift You could her. do it on your own, but she, she likes it. She likes it. I really <laughs> can't can do it on my own. I do, I do such a bad job of it. <laughs> I really do. It's not an I mean, easy it, job. No. You clip your nails, right? Or you I, go to a of course place. I do. You do? Good for you. I haven't had I, a manicure or a pedicure. You know, that's how I used to get it taken care of. 
I pictured uh, you walking around the house like barefoot because you can't get in your shoes anymore and your nails were like out like a foot my long. My nails are nine inches long. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that would be what I, if I lived alone, that's what would happen. Anyway, let me do the tribute. Before we get off of here, let me do yes. the tribute to Wolfie's, Wolfie's uh, grandma. Mom or grandma. Yeah. Um, his grandma. Uh, we had Wolfie's grandma on the show a couple of times. Here's Wolfie. Wolfie, um, you know, everyone knows Wolfie. He works for us as a correspondent. He introduces us all to all kinds of interesting characters. Of course, he introduced us to his grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he introduced us to his grandma who would tell us about her life in a nursing home. But, uh, uh, my condolences, uh, Wolfie. I'm sad to report that Wolfie lost his grandma. Uh, Just before Christmas. Oh. Verna. She passed away at the age of 87. She had a nice long life. But the last two years of Verna's life were hard, as Wolfie has told us. The family couldn't visit her in the nursing home because of COVID lockdowns. Well, yes. Is she your mother's mother? Correct, yes. It's so weird because your mother's so anti-vax. And is, she, is your mother vaccinated yet? Still not vaccinated, no. Unbelievable. Not happening. Yeah, but you say that, Howard. And once, you know, I thought about this before, you know, when you introduced the segment and we took a break. I was like, you know, maybe Wolfie's mom... Makes sense to me now, because that was her mom. No, but but Verna, Wolfie's grandma, is very upset with people who won't get vaccinated. Oh, I understand that. I'm just talking about the other crazy things that Verna thinks. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Verna. (laughs) For those of you who never heard Verna on the air, I'll give you a quick uh, little... Clip. Verna was very blunt about people refusing to wear masks. Here she is, Verna. How does it make you feel that people of your generation really sacrificed during World War II to save the country, but people today won't even wear a mask to save the country? Well, it's like they said, that was the greatest generation. Yes, it was. Now, what would you call this generation? A bunch of assholes. A lot of people today are complaining about wearing a mask. When you were a kid, did you have to go through anything worse than that? Yes, we were quarantined to stay in the house, and they put a sign in your door. If you had the measles or the mumps or any childhood diseases. Well, the people that are complaining about wearing these masks today, we went through things like this, too. But we didn't wear masks. We couldn't leave the house. And they're all a bunch of pusses the way they're acting nowadays. What would you say to those people that are anti-mask? I say, are you nuts? Aren't you worried about the older people or anybody in the United States? Stop being a bunch of bitches and wear a damn mask. You know, she was so right in her wisdom. I remember my father telling me when he was a boy, uh, you know, the yellow, what was it, yellow fever he had or one of those? German uh, measles, something. Yeah, but, but he had yellow, he had the yellow fever, which is, was really? horrible. Yeah, it was a scourge. And uh, his mother didn't want him to go in the hospital because most people went in the hospital for it, died. So they hung a sign on the door. He was, my father was quarantined at home. My father believes he lived because his mother took care of him at home and didn't put him in the hospital. But, uh, you know, you... He, Forget masks. You were you didn't leave the house if you had anything contagious. That's that right. was they it. Locked you up to yeah, protect my, my, everybody else from you. My grandma said they would put a they put a sign on your door or yep. in front of your house that said measles, so you would know not to go in there. And then the neighbors would report on each other. Like if they saw the people leave the house, 
They That's have right. kind of monitored things that way. Right. Getting back to your grandma, Wolfie's grandma was an open book. Wolfie once interviewed her and other nursing home residents for Cocktober, if you remember that piece. She was very honest about her penis preferences. Now, do you like a black penis or a white penis? A white penis. Now, you know better than that. What's wrong with a black penis? I don't know. I never had any. So how do would you know you don't like it? Because I'm not even going to try it. So are you, like, racist towards black penises? I'm not racist, but I just am not going to go with a black guy. <laughs> okay. I don't know what, what determines if you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> not that, evidently. <laughs> Didn't you say your grandma had some sort of heirloom that was racist and you're trying to figure out what to do with it? Oh, yeah, this is this is a weird situation. <laughs> so when we were little kids, they had this this and I have it here now if, if you want to see it. But they had a little head of an ethnic woman and they called it Boo Boo Mama. And they would put Boo Boo Mama in a room if they didn't want the grandkids to go into the room and they would like talk it up like it was scary so the debate in the family now is is it racist because they specifically use this this ethnic woman to, to try to scare us as kids you want to know what i would do with it put it put it in a uh let's mail it to mel gibson and as a gift <laughs> he can use it he could use it he'll find he knows what to do with that he'll scare the kids and my grandfather would it. be like a, he would do the scary voice yeah so, so like this, this was Boo Boo Mama, and and oh. he would, he would go, he would go. Uh, Try to think, like my cousin, he would call her Honey Bunny, but in like a Pennsylvania Dutch accent, it would be Honey Bunny, don't go in there, Boo Boo Mama, gonna get you, and he yeah. would like, like try to scare the shit out of him. So now I don't know what the hell to do with this thing. Am I weird? Do you I'm, really want it? Am I am I weird that I'm I'm strangely attracted to Boo Boo Mama? She's a very attractive woman. Yeah. But do you really want it? Yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty. Uh yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm torn. I'm torn on what to do with it. Like I, like, I just can't I can't imagine like I had when my kids were little, I would never scare them that way to stay out of a room. I would just tell them, Don't go in a room or put up a baby gate, but they manufactured this whole story to scare us. It, it's it's strange. I I like a Boo Boo Mama. I would keep her. Maybe you should give it to Howard. Wrap that up. His birthday. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. Get, send it to Gary Delabate. He likes that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, going back to your grandma, life in a nursing home isn't for the faint of heart. Werner had lots of horror stories about her nursing home. She told us living. Um, the, she told us that um, the residents in her building would steal from the dead. When a fellow resident dies, what are some of their personal belongings that the living residents might steal? Money, always money, jewelry. In fact, in here, two of them had jewelry stolen. So they'll actually go in and kind of root around and try to find something of value? Yes, that's right. They'll steal your blind. Mm. And then in her final interview, Wolfie uh, talked to his grandma about a lot of the residents shit their pants and wear diapers and they smell. And this is how she handled a fellow resident with a smelly diaper. They stink. I say, you smell like shit. And then I go tell the head people. So if there's another resident that shits their pants and they smell really bad, you'll get right in their face and tell them that they smell like shit. That's right. 
That's what I tell them. I said, you really smell like shit. And how do they handle that? Oh, they go and get their, their pants changed then. Because I guess they know they do. She said 90% of the residents wore adult diapers, and she had a hard time with it. But uh, she listen, let me just say, if, uh, your, your grandma gave us a lot of laughs over the years, uh, including, um, this is a bunch of years ago, but Sal and Richard Prank called your grandma. Uh, they posed as pharmacist and nurse attempting to fill a Viagra prescription for her husband at the time, for your grandpa. And your grandma went nuts. She didn't want anything to do with it. This is bad. The time, this is bad. At the time, <laughs> Verna's husband was in declining health and living in a nursing home, and and Verna was not overjoyed about the prospect of having sex with this guy again. <laughs> <laughs> you remember this? Hello. Hello, Mrs. This is pharmacist Norris. I just want to let you know that your husband's prescription is ready. It's Viagra. What? You gotta be kidding. Well, he's horny as hell. He's been humping my leg like a wild dog, and he really wants to hump you. He's not going to because in the first place, how could we even have, you know, this pisses me off. I'm 79 and he's 81. If my husband couldn't get an erection, I would be angry too. So I understand and I sympathize. No, I, I don't even want to hear. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello? Hi, this is Nurse Ethel calling from the doctor's office. Just talk to the pharmacist. Your Viagra's ready to go. How in the heck would he have sex to begin with? Well, he said lately he's been limper than a wet noodle, and he's a grown man. And I don't care. I'm a grown woman, too. I am really pissed off. It makes me friggin' mad. Yeah, but if this one thing could make him happy, wouldn't you want him to be happy? No. No, I don't, because I don't want to be happy. I'm getting pissed off. I'll tell you. Well, okay, goodbye. Well, when are you going to come pick up his boner pills? <laughs> she, so funny. I don't want him to be happy, and I don't want him to be happy. Well, you know what? She had served time right. having sex with him, and uh, it was over, and she didn't. She, I said, put boo-boo mama between her legs and keep him away. <laughs> Uh, what a reaction. She didn't react that way to 9-11 when it happened. Is that right, Wolfie? <laughs> no, th that, that chapter of her life was closed a long time ago. Absolutely. <laughs> she did not want to revisit <laughs> She was scared of that hard penis. That, 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 that was like, get that thing away from me. But yeah, your that, grandma that was great. Bring those pills in this house. <laughs> yep. We, we, uh, we had a lot of fun with your grandma. And uh, I, I said when I heard the news that she died, not only was I sorry for you and your family, but I said we should have done more taping with that woman while she was alive. Uh, Howard, she loved you. She she thought you were the greatest. She she really <laughs> did. She would compliment you all the time, and uh, she knew she knew you always treated me really well. So she was a big fan. There you go. There you go. Would you say I treated you as well as Bob Saget treated Jimmy and Ralph? Better. Better. Wow. Oh. All right. That's quite a tribute. All right. Anyway, what we learned is uh, nothing today but uh, we had fun doing it we learned no lessons the show that says you will learn nothing <laughs> this is not the show to come to learn something right although we did learn that old ladies get pissed off at boners they don't want anything to do with it <laughs> all right everybody have a good day and we'll see you tomorrow